troops. Welcome to the Granite Zero podcast. Before we kick off today's episode, I want a quick shout out to Infusion CBD. Now, its CBD oil is just scientifically head and shoulders above everything. Not only does it help with the likes of anxiety, depression, PTSD, eating disorders, sleep disorders. It also helps with muscle soreness, aches and pains with your joints and your ligaments, and also can help with skin conditions such as eczema and things like that. Now, CBD is just scientifically proven, and it's fucking amazing. I use it. I use the oil um, to help with my depression and uh, anxiety. I also use the muscle rub for my achy joints and ligaments that I have through my years of service. Now, I can't recommend Infusion enough. Now, they're amazing. Best in Britain. Award-winning. Just fantastic. Put in the promo code GRANITE15, get 15% off at checkout, and just help support this amazing company. Uh, They support the podcast. I support them. It's just fantastic. Speaking of another fantastic company, check out Right Flank. Now, Right Flank are a veteran-owned, veteran-run company, standard. But not only that, uh, Steve Nichols has been on the show before, and it's just an amazing bloke. Next to their amazing products that they have, they have some amazing fitness apparel, the men and female line. It's amazing stuff. Put in a promo code FLANKED15, get 15% off. Sure. But what I also want to talk about is their support group. They have a right flank support. Now, if you're a civvy or a veteran or a serving member of the military, check them out. Um, show your support to others and they will show support to you if you need it. So that is right flank and right flank support. But coming up on today's show, we have Stu, Andrew and Lee. Now, Andrew and Lee have been on the uh, on the show before, so we added in Stu as well for a four-way absolute podcast gangbang. And it's just it was just amazing. Uh, now, these three guys uh, make up part of... Team Lakota, outdoor specialists, and just overall fantastic guys. So, welcome to the Granite Zero podcast, Team Lakota. Check it out. Wait for the lag. I am right. First up, welcome Team Lakota to the Granite Zero podcast. 
I want to apologise for my lateness. I hate being late. It actually genuinely gives me anxiety being late. (laughs) My youngest has had this wobbly tooth for, I I couldn't even tell you when. So this morning she had a meltdown. She's she's six um, and she had a meltdown because she couldn't clean her teeth because her tooth was hurting. Uh, So I got got this FaceTime from the missus later on when I was at my regular human job. She was screaming. The kids were screaming. Everyone was screaming. I'm like, I'm at work. Give me a fucking break. Like, get him tonight. And we've been <laughs> infested by flies because I live next to a field and the farmers have been out spraying. So it stinks of shit and we've got flies Savage. everywhere. Yeah, so I've had to smash all that out. <laughs> and then the youngest was like, I want my tooth to come out. It's like, all right, daddy will pull it out. I don't want you to pull it out. You're too rough. I was upstairs with her for an hour before we got that tooth out. Tiny little tooth. And then she ended up pulling it out herself. Cheeky little fucker. So, um, Bit of fishing that, wire on the back yeah. of the car. Oh. Drive the car away really fast. So, there's a funny <laughs> story. It has like 100 metres of it, so it takes ages. Yeah, so it takes ages. So, uh, I think it was about two years back, my eldest had um, a wobbly tooth, and she was being a pain in the ass. And my youngest said to her, she went, keep going, I'm going to punch you in the face. And I was like, nah, she's not going to do that. She did. <laughs> Men. Full overhand right, knocked a tooth clean out. <laughs> so that, 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 that's what nice. you get when you live in the Thompson household. <laughs> Sounds fun. Exactly. So what we've got here, we've got the tri-services. We've got a Navy... Army, Air Force, and then we've got, and then we've got an absolute civvy slut. (laughs) Leave the slut. I knew that was coming. (laughs) Those thighs, mate. Mate, if I if I I thought I had big thighs. (laughs) I thought I had big thighs until I saw those. I was like, Jesus. Please take my diversity card in in the team, basically. Yeah, <laughs> yeah just, that's the only reason he's in. We yeah, have to we have, have one Simmy, don't we? Yeah, that's that's the only reason I get him out. Is because Stu said that's the only reason I was put in the team. So I have to keep getting him out that's to true. stake my place in the team. Yeah, don't tell him. Don't tell him the reason. <laughs> that's our secret. <laughs> so how was how was your trip, then troopers? I saw all the oh, very good shit, mate. Hated it. I pretty hard on every time you guys put a photo up. I was like, <clears> I'm not jealous. Definitely. Yeah, it was, it it was awesome. <laughs> that was the one, yeah. That was a great shot to put. No, it was an awesome trip. Like, we're lucky that, that Andrew's got all his qualifications. Um, not, you know, not that necessarily that people use them, but he, uh, you know, he took us out and around all his, like, all the places he grew up, um, so all these like special places to him, and all these, it was just fucking incredible. Like, really was it looked incredible. incredible. But I, I feel like you know we, we could have done with a few more days, really, because it was there's so much to see up there. Do you know what I mean? And but it, it, you know, it was just awesome. Had an absolute top bunch of lads and lasses, lasses um, and just sent it. Like it was awesome. Loved it. It was. Yeah. We kind of like really looked out with the weather as well. Like we had like amazing hot weather one day, then we had like a cloudy, moody sky the next. And then when you lot went and me and Jay stayed for like an extra day, 
they absolutely hammered it down. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> Sunday was a bit, I mean, I didn't mind it because it was quite a nice break from like the blazing hot, but Sunday wasn't, yeah. wasn't amazing. Was it? it was like drizzly or whatever. Um, but then it didn't matter where we were going. If anything, if anything we needed that weather for, for that yeah. quarry, didn't we? Oh, just, yeah, for, just, um, just for the mood. Yeah. Just do, do you know what it was like? It's like with the team, like getting all the people together on the teams, one thing, but then like having everyone meet up and just getting getting along with with everyone. Like, like no one, do you know what I mean? Like everyone just got on with everyone. There was That's no cool. awkwardness, or it was just yeah, it was awesome. From what I, mean, I, I think from your um, your profile and that, it seems like you've got a lot of like-minded people, which I think helps with that sort of thing. It seems yeah. like, obviously, you you all love the fucking outdoors, even the, the civvy with the thighs. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, it just seems like everybody that's part of your little, your little team that seems to be expanding as well, which is fucking epic. It's just brilliant. Yeah. Like, to, to see, and you've got the, you've got the photographers and, and that that go along with you, and they're fucking shit hot as well. It's like, it, yeah. Between uh, Team Lakota and old Andrew's fucking profile, no offense, Lee. Um, <laughs> it's like the alliest profiles that I've seen. I'm like, can't wait for the next fucking picture to come through. It's fucking epic. I'm only joking, Lee. Your profile's pretty good as well, mate. It's because you've got the same photographer. It's uh, Lee's going to get really upset because he's a sick. He doesn't get bad. Um, no, I mean, I try to like add different people, uh, ultimately, people that. Uh, I either was inspired by or like the look of their profile or mainly at the start people I knew like obviously Andrew and uh, and Tanya and that but then it's like with Sam um, his photography was just amazing he just seemed like such a good fit and I was like well you know what's the point not not that I, everyone's got to bring something different, but I, I wanted to have more of an eclectic kind of group of people. So, you know, Andrew brings shooting, Tanya brings fitness, Lee brings his quads, and <laughs> Sam photography. Um, I'm going to go away from this with a complex. <laughs> trying, to, trying to drink them thighs down now. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so. When, when you all get us together, it's quite good because everyone is different, but same mindset. So I think it's an actual team because people bring something yeah, yeah. different to the table. Um, and and again, like loads of brands, you know, they have these ambassadors and it's just push a push a code and they don't meet up and they don't really do anything. Yeah. And I, I actually, like, I don't, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't have ever told anyone to, to repost anything or, or post anything. Or like in there'd be times where like some people might have a couple of days where they put anything in the group chat. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm not texting. I don't care. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, I'll, I'll text text in the group chat if you want, post if you want. If you don't feel inspired to post, don't post. I don't care. Like, I'm not. It's not about that. It's about trying to create a cool brand and a group of people that want to do cool shit together. That's that's the main Definitely objective. It isn't about stuff. Definitely got that in yeah. abundance. Yeah. And and that's how I, that's how I. You know, there's vet brands, there's fucking, there's a dime a dozen. You know, it's all been done before. Nothing, there's nothing really new. So it's just trying to put your own spin on it. Is 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 what I'm trying to do. And you know, and and I, and I, I could be wrong, but I don't see a lot of 
other brands all meeting up and doing things. There probably are ones that are, you know, I'm not saying there isn't, but there doesn't seem to be a lot of them at least. Uh, and I think that's kind of what I wanted to do is, is, is get people together and it's an excuse to kind of get out and, and do some cool stuff. Yeah, pretty epic, man. But I, I, I think, think for, you... for me, for... I, I, I think for me, for, just to, to add what Stu sort of said, for like the brand is such... So like me and Sean mentioned this briefly on like the last podcast. We said that like there's loads of T-shirts that all technically the same T-shirt have a different label on them, you know? So the brand, like product itself is, you know, it's a good product, but it's, it's the same as everyone else's. What sort of inspired me to sort of want to help with the brand is when me and Stu sort of first had a chat, we were like, we want a group of people who will inspire other people to make the most of like their time and to use that to do good, um, you know, for yourself or for someone else. And I think like the real mix of people that we've got collectively, not only sort of like help each other, you know, because I'm inspired by everyone on, on our team, but I know for a fact that, especially since we've put content out from give a weekend, the amount of people who sort of messaged me and been like, trip's amazing. I'm going there. You know, for me, that that's, for me, that's what it was about more than anything. It was people getting out and, and doing more and, and, and knowing that they don't have to spend like an absolute fortune to do it either. You know, it's all good. Yeah. We do if you want the alley kit. <laughs> yeah. We're that as well, though, yeah. That's, that's half the battle, getting the right kit. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's I mean, what, you can, that's why the rap red looks so good. You can do so it on the cheap as well. <laughs> Doing it on the cheap, or <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that all the kit, no idea. That's not. Yeah, don't wear black. Wear less clothes, so it's cheaper. <laughs> what did you say? I said I swear, low, so it's cheaper. Exactly. I've <laughs> got those incredibly short shorts. Hey, I, to be fair, I'm all. Hey, I'm all for the shorts. Are you buying shorts today? Mate, yeah, I get my mum to take them up. Mate, you got you got to wear yeah. shorts. You know, back in back when I was growing up, it was all um, long and baggy and all that. I say horse shit. Got to wear them high, wear them tight. You know, women can show a little bit of cleavage. Can't you show a little bit of nub? Yeah. You know what I mean, exactly. Get those fucking that, quads mate. out, quadzilla. How's the bike ride going? How <clears> how's <throat> the training going for it? I've actually just come back from a little training ride now. Um, Did see on your on your uh, on your story, stalking. <clears throat> yeah, just to be honest, um, I've since the ride sort of I kind of knew that the ride was going to be postponed, um, so I took a bit of a back seat on the training. Um, I don't think the other two guys would mind me saying this, like the two guys I'm riding with. I was. I took to cycling quite well, um, so I was quite quick. Um, and unfortunately, that meant that I needed to take a bit of time off because I was much, much quicker than the other two. Absolute um, benchmark. I knew it was going to be postponed. <laughs> it, um, I, I don't, I don't mean to say this, but I am the best. So... I call me Lance. <laughs> <laughs> Lance Quadstrong, they should call you, mate. Yes. That's it. No, um, and despite what these two think, I don't actually enjoy being like much better than other people. I know that sounds very weird. A but... lot better than other people. <laughs> yeah, just, <laughs> just like destroying them. <laughs> just end it. Done. No. Um, I spoke about this the other day. Um, I actually have this personality 
fault that I need to deal with that uh, I kind of put a lot of effort into whatever I do and then subconsciously I expect that of other people um, without realising it. To have. And if, well, others might not agree with you because <laughs> it means that there's like, I don't like that other people don't put in the same amount of effort. Um, and uh, yeah, I, see, I see where you're whatever, coming but, from with that. Yeah, I do because I'm I'm yeah, it's a, not of a similar mindset with that sort of thing. Um, even to the extent with the girls, I think if you're doing, yeah, I think if you're doing something serious, like obviously like a charity bike run, if I was to do one, I'd be like, I need to train for this, right? Yeah, and I think exactly. if you're putting in the hours and it seems like the others aren't, you'd be like, are you taking it as seriously as me? I guess is that is that what you cut where you're coming from, Lee, on that? It's yeah, a bit of that, but at the same time, it's also like I said, un- naturally, I took to it to cycling quite well. Maybe that is because I've trained legs hard legs. For, like, my whole Just train legs legs forever. So, yeah, that's all I do, and Just then legs. I pump them up to take a photo. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, so I took to it quite quickly, and I didn't realize how much quicker I was um, than the other two. Um, so that made me feel a bit guilty for the fact that I was so much quicker Um, and so it put me on the back foot a little bit like I didn't want to continue to get better because if I'm honest I enjoy the training side of it too much Um, and I could go out on my bike most nights and like really enjoy it and get much quicker much faster but there's no point I want to enjoy this with my mates as well yeah if you're you're doing it as a team you want to be same sort of level exactly i didn't want to turn it into a race and fortunately if i am much quicker i'm going to find it frustrating and that's not what i wanted it to be about you know it's not it's not about me if this was a personal challenge for me on my own it'd be completely different and i'd you know go after it but so in answer to your question training's just starting back up now because because it's postponed i i don't feel comfortable with the fact that People have donated a, like a fair amount of money now. I think we're nearly up to two grand. Um, and all the like, money. I'm really happy with that. But now that the ride's postponed, it's not going to be till next year. And I don't really feel comfortable having promoted this heavily, not doing anything. So I'm going to, I think maybe all three of us, or maybe just me, depending on how it works out, uh, just doing a similar mileage within the UK in the next month or two just to like show good faith to everyone who's donated. Yeah, that's not a bad show. You know, yeah. the response has been... Yeah, I think that's I think that's fair play. I think at the same time, people... Are, I think it's more they just donate to the charity. You yeah, know, they, I don't they'll understand people, with it. I think it's with COVID, mate. Yeah, like people should understand, do you know what I mean? Like, it's obviously just updated or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's... That, yeah. That, we, that we've had a similar be... thing with the football. So our football has been um, postponed until next year as well. In fact, we don't even have a date for it next year because I don't know when we can have a crowd in. Um, but the Spurs legends team have said, look, it's fine. You've got all your deposit and all that shit. That's all sorted. The same with Maidstone United for the stadium. That's all sorted. So if anything, for, for us, because it's a football match, it, it's actually a bit of a blessing in, in a way because we've got another year to help raise more money in in theory um so yeah yeah i i see that point of view but <laughs> this is where i guess like, that's fine in that, in i want to do it now in that 
I want to do it now. I want to go to France on my bicycle. (laughs) (laughs) Do you want to pay for them, mate, instead? That would make it well interesting. That would be even better. I'll tell you... No one in the line. I I used to listen to... um, This was back when I was doing training for the Spartan race back in 2014 that I did. They had their own podcast and they would get... um, inspiring and motivating individuals on and they had this one bloke who was a cyclist and he was trying to beat all these different records and what he did was he took a uh, Boris bike from London and he rode it the Tour de France route and he had to try and get it from London to Paris and back before the price went through the roof because obviously you have to sign it out I've seen this Mental. I've seen yeah. this. They don't oh, even have gears. Awesome. Do yeah. That's um, what's that? They don't have any um, gears, do they? No, I mean, it's just one gear, isn't it? Yeah. No, and he said that going up that hill was horrific, but coming down, you like just had to just go with no brakes and just open the best. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All the best, mate. Whee! Yeah. Did he stop training? Did he stop training because he was getting too good, like Lee? Or <laughs> I don't know. Um, probably. <laughs> probably. He was just too good. He was like, no, I could good. win a Tour de France. Yeah. I think Lee should have to do it with a penny five or a BMX. BMX. To, a BMX. BMX. <laughs> just to even the playing field for the other cyclists. Yeah, it's just too so good. And everyone who's sponsored gets a Peggy off him. Takes a piss and he turns to his mates and goes, You smell that? That's the smell of excellence. <laughs> hey, we used to get six people on a BMX and, and ride home from school. And you have one ride, so that's my mate's BMX, so he'd ride. You have two on the back pegs, two on the front pegs, and one sitting on the handlebars. And we thought we were really cool and we were actually pounding down the road and like, in front of all the girls and we hit a curb and just went fucking flying. <laughs> <laughs> it really hurt. But you know when you're like, you can't tell you're in pain, but like we stacked it hard. <laughs> it's always it good, isn't it? When you try and show off to the chicks and then you stack it is the best. Oh, mate, we thought we were so we clever. up really like, badly. Yeah, but yeah, yeah but older, you, you realise that other types of things that chicks just don't give a shit about either. Yeah. You don't go, now look at that, there's six lads on that BMX. Jesus. <laughs> oh, like, back, mate. Yeah. <laughs> oh, in your mind, you're like, this, doing. Is, this is impressive. Yeah, and you just look like a twin. Yeah, I've got, I've got a, a so good Lee, one for I you, no, Lee. I've got another one for you, Lee. Obviously, um, like you said, you um, you go full... full full throttle when you're training and, and what have you and you, you're the best the best there is the best there was and the best there ever will be um, but that's not that's not quite what I said and I don't want people no, to think that that, 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 that is no, literally that's not, that, let's, let's not let's not fucking yeah. put that out there <laughs> <laughs> this, this is what the title of the uh, podcast is going to be the best there is the best there was and the best there ever will be um, no but I, 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 I do get what you're saying because when I was training for the white collar boxing that I did, I literally put myself into a fight camp where I was eating clean, which is unlike me because I'm a fat fucker. I was eating clean. I was training two, three times a day. And I was like proper going for it. I was like, this is a fight for me. 
Like other people were just doing it for the charity. I wanted to just hurt someone, if I'm honest. And um, I remember being out the back and I was doing, I was doing some skipping before, uh, before the fight. And I got a text from my brother and it was my opponent. So I was out warming up, getting ready for this fight. And uh, the bloke I was fighting was actually out in the burger van buying a burger. And I was like, you fucking cunt. So I've put all this fucking effort in for these eight weeks to get into almost peak physical condition. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I wasn't fully, fully fit. But I was like, I've put myself through it to put on a good show for the people that have come to watch me. And this cunt's out in a burger. Prick. Yeah. So, was it embarrassing when you lost? No, it was embarrassing for him when I knocked him <laughs> out in the second round. <laughs> my, my, my game plan changed. So I was going to go for a certain combo all the time, which was like um, an uppercut with an overhand right, sort of Mike Tyson-esque, because I'm short and stocky. <clears throat> and then after I knew that he'd been smashing the burgers in, I thought, well, I'm just going to fucking hit him in the, in the fucking burger maker. I'm just going to keep hitting him in the stomach until he yeah. something. And then I ended up just knocking him out. You can look it up on YouTube. You don't have to. Burger maker. You don't have burger to. <laughs> Tomo versus burger maker. link to it. We need to see this fight. I will. I'll put a link in the bio. Yeah. <laughs> so how did it come about then the old team Lakota where did it uh, so were you on a chest I was just going to have I wasn't going to like a big team I was going to have first person I asked to like help out was was Andrew um, thank you thank and then I was and like so, Andrew was on board from pretty much the first week, I think. Yeah. Um, and then I asked Tanya because I was like, "Well, she's female, so you know, friend of mine. I know her. I knew Andrew, so I was like, you know, get someone else on board." <clears throat> and then it was just those two for a while. And then I think I can't actually us. remember how Kev joined. I I asked him, but I can't remember if he. Can't remember if he messaged me and asked about it or I, because I know Kel, I sold him um, a gun many years ago. So I know I, re I asked him, but I think he showed some interest in it. And I was like, oh, mate, like, and I was like, because he's just a really awesome dude. So I was like, do you want to join? And he was like, yeah, cool. And then it was just those three for a while. And then, um, and then, you know, the brand starts growing a little bit and then people are kind of, showing interest in it and and it just naturally grew and i think was it jano from Com combat hustle andrew that joined after obviously after kev's wife joined i think it was wasn't it because yeah, i think because he he, he to me yeah because i think i think it was i think it was jano from combat Hustle. he reached out to me and because he wanted to kind of like yeah. wind down his brand or 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 whatever and i was and then, so I said to like Andrew and Tanya in the group, I was like, oh, do you guys, any issues with, you know, because I didn't know Jono, so I was like, there any issues or whatever? And they're like, no, 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 he's cool. And I just like was chatting to Jono over about a week. Uh, and I was like, yeah, it'd be a great fit. Like, you know, same mindset. Um, he's a veteran, like not at, the, at that point. I think obviously Tanya and Lindsay aren't veterans, but all the guys were, 
so then John O joined, and it just grew. It, and then it kind of was like, okay, well, let's let's make this a team. Let's, you know, do something cool with it. And then, you know, and then Lee. I can't remember how Lee. We would. I think we just started talking, didn't we, Lee? I think. Yeah, I yeah, think we for me, it was your what what um, two things that stood out. One, I think I commented on one of your posts because you were like absolutely when you put an old picture of in the gym and I was like, like fair play to get in that shape because I used to do bodybuild. So I know not to that level, but I knew the, the commitment. And then we were just chatting about shit. And then I saw his bike ride um, post and I was like, that's such a cool thing to do. You know, that's really inspirational. And, and, and the, and, and the thing is ironically with, with Instagram and charity stuff, in the, initially I, because I, I don't know why, but I always get put off by people that do charity events on Instagram. So I feel like a lot of them, and I know of them, uh, do it for likes. They do it for, it for do admiration. It for, do it for the gram. They do it. For, no, they literally do. They do it for it's the wrong reason. I know. I know. Ultimately, yeah. And ultimately, if you're raising money for charity, then doesn't matter really but i know people do it for the exactly. wrong reasons not you know not, who cares but i just think it's a bit of a dick move but you know with lee you could tell that it was um it was legit and also with with combat hustle with, with jono he he did like mental health kind of awareness and again that's something that normally puts me off because i'm like oh people just do it because they want attention but again speaking with him it wasn't that way like he's genuine yeah, yeah, yeah. so i was really genuine people i didn't care about how many followers they had. I didn't care about any of that. It was just like, are you someone I'd want to hang out with? It was literally the criteria. Um, the yeah, and, criteria. and again, it just grew. It just grew. And, then I, and then I wasn't going to add any, anyone else. And then we did the, obviously did the weekend away and I met um, Andrew's mate, Jay, uh, who's like probably one of the nicest people I've ever met. And I was like, <laughs> he's just, he's got don't like that. Don't tell him. Don't tell him that. He's a fucking dickhead. He's got like a an absolute wealth of knowledge with the outdoors, and you know, you ask him something, he'll take the time to talk you through anything, and just super down. Like some people could be quite snobby about, you know, you don't know this or whatever. He's just down to earth and a really nice bloke. Yeah, like, yeah. He'd be perfect for the team. Um, so it just grew, you know, it's, it's, it naturally grew into what it is now, which is how I wanted it to be. I didn't want to force anything, but like I said, I, initially I was going to have Tanya and, and Andrew and I was like, that'll be it. But it, it just grew into something that I thought, you know what, it would be cool to have a proper team and to do things, um, as a team. That's fucking yeah. awesome though, to be fair. I, I think it's fucking brilliant. Um, I mean, like, there's yeah, a brand with, you know, like when, when we first started doing it, I was away in Scotland um, with Jay. And um, Jay was quite, for me anyway, Jay was quite a pivotal part from, from the start because I'd worked with a couple of other companies um, helping them promote stuff and things like that. And some of them were great, still work with them today. Some of them were just horrific. I wouldn't go near it again. Um, so when Stu originally asked me, I was a bit like, well, I know Stu is, is you know, we're good mates, he's a good lad. His, his heart is in the right place with it. Um, Tanya, again, no, you know, no Tanya for a while. Same, again, Tanya's an amazing person. You know, she's, her heart's in the right place. And for me, I was like, great. And then, like, the week coming away, and you, you know, she asked me about Jay. Me, me and Jay, uh, 
we're both excellent engineers, but we didn't serve together. We um, we passed each other at a company conference when we both worked our like previous jobs and met each other that way just by being like, oh, you're an engineer, nice one, so am I. And then that's how it goes, really. Oh, uh, yeah, pretty Engineer much. Friends. Yeah. And then uh, again, it's like um, fixing things. Like Beth, for example. <laughs> oh, that's the Remy. No, we're not Remy. <laughs> um, but then, like Beth, Beth's another good example. You know, um, I, I reached yeah, out to Beth. She just, and, uh, she just got in on the banner, didn't she, with the Binfan? Yeah, straight away. Yeah, so she she does a bit for a few other different companies, but um, she does one with super um, sort of like. The Nine Nine blokes, Nine yeah. Um, can't yeah. remember. yeah, can't remember the name. Yeah, and, and, and talking, to, yeah, talking, talking to Beth about um, things and the brand, and she was like, "Oh, he's doing really good." So I said to Stu, "I was like, listen, this this girl would be a great fit for the the brand. Yeah, it'd be good to have another sort of female with with the brand to promote like the female line of stuff." But uh, you know, likewise again, like being a being a veteran or civil military, we, we didn't want to focus on it being like a veteran brand. We just wanted yeah, yeah. good people behind yeah. the image. And that, that's, that's always a good thing. Good well. you, you guys have stuck with, obviously you, you are veterans and you're a veteran owned company, but also bringing in the out, outsourcing of, of um, civvies like, like Lee and, and <sighs> I, yeah. think that, I think that and helps push. Cause I know, I know for a fact that loads of civvies love military branded stuff. Things like, you know, uh, fucking contact coffee or whatever they are, um, dead mammoth, that sort of thing. Pathfinder, I think your guys is, is it something like that? Yeah. Um, he's not. They're not. They're not veteran. No. Oh, is they're not. They're just general. No. Oh, fair one. Didn't know that. Well, there you go. Every day's yeah. a learning day. Uh, but you know my fucking exactly. boy, fucking piping up, fucking CV. Yeah. Um, but you know what I mean? It's the same, it's the same mean, with... Fucking um, same. Fucked a lot of you. Podcast. It's the same when I started the <laughs> podcast. So when I started, I, I had um, obviously a lot of input from my brother, aka Little Brown. Um, and he was saying, yes, you're a veteran. Yes, you've got mental health issues, but you don't want your podcast to be solely based around that. You want to fucking yeah. reach out and get different <clears throat> different guests and then when i started speaking to different guests i tend to found because i i'm heavily into mixed martial arts and things like that the guest seems to be only mixed martial arts um guys people in ufc cage warriors and that and i was like ah oh, now i'm literally the veteran mixed martial arts podcast i don't want that i need to expand outwards and that's where i went oh lee yeah. do you fancy coming on with your thick thighs <laughs> yeah, and I, you know what? I think that, and, that, and that's, and that's, and that's the, I guess the balance I'm trying to get with Lakota. It's not like I, I'm proud that it's veteran-owned, and, and and for me, and I'm not saying that companies that aren't veteran-owned, you know, whatever. Like, because there's so many silly companies that dwarf what we do, but I think I'm proud it's veteran-owned, and it gives us. Um, like a DNA, like it gives us some kind of like some roots and substance. Yeah, you've got your I don't want to throw it down their face. So, you know, I, I like, you know, our t-shirts are quite plain looking, like because I wanted I something. Love that. I don't like. I don't want. To, I didn't want like loads of guns on it or anything like that. Like the logo's cool enough. 
and I wanted to just put up a T-shirt that I would wear to the gym. So that's why we use. Yeah. I mean, not this. this I'm, I'm, I'm going to be listening this soon, but you know, that's why all the T-shirts are tri-blend because it's the best material for yeah. active for if you're in whatever you're doing. Um, Sexy. And I cool. didn't want to have heavily like veteran branded logo. Do you know what I mean? And I, yeah, I want I get, it to I get what you're coming from. To, everyone and i don't want to be like oh it's just veteran yeah, yeah, yeah. i think that was one of the because well you're veterans aren't you? i said no no we're not like like yeah most of us are um but we've got people in there like you know like lee um lindsay you know we've got tanya we've got non-veterans and it's i don't want it just to be a veteran thing i have it like i said for the dna for the brand it gives us you know those roots but ultimately it's um it's you know, I think the brand there to try and inspire people to live, you know, an active lifestyle. It's, it's that active I started it. Right. It's the escape from the nine to five. Like you know, we all, well, most the majority of people sit in front of. The, I do sit in front of a computer all day, sending emails. You know, and Getting that's it. life. I can't get away from that. That's what pays the mortgage. But I wanted the brand to be yeah. the opposite. Like yeah, let's get outside back to nature. How we're supposed to be. Yeah, it's it's awesome when you have those little outlets. Like obviously you've got your um, clothing line and things. Um, I've got I've got this. This is my this is my outlet. Um, yeah. so my nine to five is shit, and I hate it. I don't give a fuck if my manager's listening or not. I hate it. Um, and this is my this is my escape. This is this is my domain. And like I've like I've said fucking countless times, it's my podcast. I can do what I want with it. Like my brother, my brother. Every time we we have our little podcast, me and my brother, he's like, "You're gonna be, you gotta be careful, mate. You're gonna get kicked off YouTube." It's like, so <laughs> I don't care. It's like you said in the in the uh, in our message um, that we had, we had a little back and forth. And you're like, "Is it going live on Instagram and things like that?" I was like, oh, "It's not gonna go. It's gonna go. We'll do it on Zoom." And you're like, "Well, I don't really give a shit anyway." It's like, oh, fair one." Man, yeah, I, yeah, exactly. Like. For like, for like, like you have this podcast for the same reasons that I started the career. It's for me, it's a little creative outlet. It's it's something different from like my my career. Like I'm lucky in the the job I've got. Um, like I, I work for a really great company, um, and it, it you know it pays more than what I should probably earn with the qualification. <laughs> So I'm doing all right, um, but ultimately it's a corporate job, and you know we're not supposed to be sitting in front of computers. You know we're supposed to be out hunting and fishing and, and doing exactly. bullshit. But the ninety odd percent, ninety nine percent of the population, that's not a reality. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a weekend thing. So, and um, exactly. So if I've got, you know this brand, it's um, it's creative because I've got to come up with posts. I've got to do get some cool images. You know, I can then choose what type of clothing I want to sell, um, build a team around that. Uh, and, it, and it's that connection in the week, you know, when you're at work, it's like, go on, check this, someone's done something cool. And it's it, like you, with, your, with your podcast, it's just an outlet. Uh, and and, and it, the funny thing is, like, if I shut it all down tomorrow, it would doesn't matter. So I've got, I, it's, not my, it's not my income, right? So it's my hobby. So if yeah. no one bought anything, it doesn't matter because I have a career. So I'm not doing it. And, and I think some people are a bit, bit funny. I'm like, I'm, I'm not doing this. Like profit margins on T-shirts, on tri-band T-shirts are, are crap. Like I don't make a lot of money on it. 
but that's that's why but i'm not doing it for that reason um so you know it's um i've got that freedom to kind of i can advertise as much or as little as i want because it don't matter i i don't make the guys push anything um so i love to have that freedom which is what you have with your podcast i've had a lot of people sort of ask me recently being like what is it what do you do what you know and i was like it's literally just the brand i mean like for me the things that you know i've, I've talked to you a lot about this stew but like when people are like, i'd love to do what you do but i don't have the time i'm like yeah but i have a nine-to-five oh oh cut him off didn't it oh he's like i've got he's a nine to five i'm out <laughs> yeah. he's out. Is he back? Oh, I've got four. This will be. Oh, I think he's. Um, he'll be back. Who will be back? Is he in? Oh. You still oh, here? Yeah. There he is. Andrew the beard. Andrew, bye. Give me a walkie. Say that again. Send sit rep over. Say that. Oh, I'm, I'm I'm here. I'm here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I was saying. Um, we got to your nine like, to five, and then you decided to um, pop smoke and disappear. Yeah, I was like, it's past my working day. Yeah, you know, for me, I was like, um, you know, it, we've all got nine to five jobs and there's a lot of people like, I'd love to be able to do what you guys are doing. Yeah, but everything that we put to the brand, we all do in our own time outside of our jobs. You know, yeah, yeah. The co- isn't our career together, you know? So like, yeah. if you want to go climbing, go climbing after work or before work. You know, if you want to go for a walk, go for a walk, archery, the gym, whatever, fit it around your job. And that, that's, you know, if we can do it like this, there's, you know, that's just showing examples to everyone that it can be done. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And to be fair, it's like you guys did what? How many days did you do when you went out? Three, 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 three days. Exactly. So all the, all those images that everyone's probably thinking that are from, like that's what you do every day. It's, it's like you probably took thousands we, of photos during that three days. Exactly. We had two photographers and two drones. You know what I mean? Mobile cameras, and we've got an absolute stack of content. And, and then that, and then we all had phones. So some of the stuff I've been posting, I can't remember. I think it might have been Lee, but the picture I posted of me today, I think Lee might have taken that. I can't remember on his, well on done, his iPhone. Proud of you. I think it I was have my there. uses. <laughs> He's, sometimes. Um, sometimes. More than <laughs> Beth. Beth doesn't. Makes herself useful, Beth. She was. Um, <laughs> Beth, 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 Beth just stood in. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Connor. Enter me. Um, but it's, you know, 25K. Got... Did, did the Navy <laughs> just pop out then? Enter me. Oh, that's like from the trip. Um, that was like, oh, that's a last story. Oh, is that? Yeah, oh, no, we're well, not going to jump that road. <laughs> no, no, no. It's not so basically, Do I tell. think we were Lee saw, Lee saw a competition online, and he went, "Oh, so and so competition," and she just turns around and went, "Enter me," and it was a bit like, "Whoa!" But yeah, <laughs> um, so that she didn't, you know, we didn't let her live that down all weekend. But no, we got there like, I mean, we all drove. I mean, we I left at like I want to say four a.m. on the Friday morning. We all got up there for about nine o'clock ish Friday. Full day Friday, Saturday, left Sunday afternoon. Now we've got a stack of media, stack of content. Um, 
which I'll drip feed out for ages until we do sign Kelson. But then, you know, the, everyone's doing different bits. You know, I go to the gym. I don't post about it every morning, um, but I do cross it every morning. And sometimes I'll take a picture and post it. Other times, I, normally I, I can't be bothered because I like to just go to the gym and not worry about, oh, I need to get a picture in. I just want to go and train. Um, but, you know, sometimes I do get your picture and I'll post it up. Andrew, you know, he does his archery, so he gets a shitload of content from that. Um, Lee, you know, cycling, climbing, doing mad shit. So, you know, everyone's got stuff to drip feed yeah, out. Yeah, um, and, you know, some people don't do it as much as the others, but then they'll come up and go, here's loads of pictures. And you're like, oh, wow, that's fucking incredible. So, you know, yeah, and again, yeah. like, if I don't post, and again, if I don't want to post one day, I won't. Because yeah, again, yeah. it doesn't bother me. Uh, it's, I, I only, I'll do this as long as I enjoy it. When it becomes a chore, yeah. And it's boring, and I'm yeah, like, oh, it's no longer fun. Then it is, it's like, and I'll stack it off. Yeah. See, my my favourite thing at the moment, and Lee Lee will uh, back me up on this. So I send Lee, <laughs> yeah, fucking endless content because I like to go through my Instagram when I'm because I do twelve hour shifts doing security, so I'm basically sat on my ass all day. So I'm pretty much on my phone. Where most people go, fucking hell, Tom, are you reply quick? Yeah, it's because I'm on my phone all day and i'll go i'll scroll through and I'll, I'll, I'll my mission is to hunt for cunts basically um uh, they tend to be sends them to me and shah who presents blonde and strong podcast yeah. sends both of them both of us these influencer posts that uh drive us fucking mental they drive them mental right so i'll get a bog standard reply from lee saying basically that's annoying Shah goes fucking in deep she's like these fucking cunts it's like yes this is the highlight of my day are they doing watching you go are they doing press ups for mental mental health awareness civvies no, that's why I don't get it it's, it's when they're like I'll tell you what I'll find one I'll find one what is, what is, this, what is this of a podcast what's it called Blonde and, Blonde and Strong. Blonde and Strong. Yeah. She's been on the show yeah, before. She, she's her story is something out of a movie. Honestly, yeah. incredible. Mental. She she's awesome. What? Um what's the what's the story then if you can do it like if you can like paraphrase? Oh, she she had some sort of um tumor on her brain that was inoperable and things like that she, and they told that she couldn't have kids. And then she had a kid and, and, and all this sort of stuff. Uh, I think her ex-partner was quite abusive as well, I believe. And she had PTSD. She got attacked going through a train station in London. And fucking hell. Fucking awesome. Wow. So, so she's basically Bloody. an absolute badass now. Yeah. She's an amazing, basically. She's, a, she, she's right, an amazing so, character. My mission is That's to find crazy. things like that. Let me just turn the brightness down, otherwise it won't be able to show. So, you're gonna have to just you're just gonna have to throw out. So you have a picture like this. Yeah. Of a lovely lady, obviously. In the gym. Andrew just got moist. Yeah. But you get you get captions like you glow differently when you're happy. What the fuck has that got to do with the picture you just posted? Yeah. Oh, you know what it is? I love it because it's like, 
it's when they put these like I don't know, like those bullshit like descriptions, but it's like no one's liking it for the fucking words. They're liking it because you've got your ass out. Like, yes. do you not understand? That is, that is exactly it. I literally just send him. I just send him to Lee and he loves. Thirsty guys. I wake thirsty up. Men like it. I wake up to about five five of these stories that are sent to me every morning at the moment. <laughs> every morning that's because my, basically I, I i cycle to work at about five in the morning so i get to work and i have to have me shower and all that shit and then i'm just sat there waiting for the handover so i'm like i'm just gonna scroll through i know i'll I'm piss lee off before he goes to work I'm, gonna, I'm just gonna piss him off so he has a great day at work you're welcome yeah thanks buddy you're welcome uh, see like with that what, what annoys me about that is that like Everyone has their own sort of thing and like their their own sort of like the reasons of why they're on social media. Yeah, so some people are just on there to be on there. Some people are on there because like that girl then has probably got the best intentions in the world to sort of make a difference, but just going about it all the wrong way. Yeah, you know? no, she wants attention. That's yeah. all it is. She's yeah. Got yeah. yeah, they're, they're attention what seekers, is. is what it is. And why 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 the caption just read like this picture and I'll post more semi naked pictures? Yes. Be or, honest. Or here's a here's one for you. Why don't you just do an OnlyFans and get paid? Yeah. Just, just get your cunt out. Terrible. It's not worth it. It's terrible. It's not worth it. I'd make OnlyFans. <laughs> I'd be raking it in. <laughs> oh, I'm, 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 <laughs> I'm thinking about making a extra. <laughs> Instagram page. I'm thinking about Lee's only fan. <laughs> I'm just gonna troll. Like, it's like cowboy hat because I hate trolling people because they're they're obviously doing something for them. But yeah. don't be a cunt about it. Uh, I I agree. Do you know what? I it's difficult because I don't want to be a negative person on on social media. Yeah, exactly. I do it, I do it to Lee, but it also brings me there to are, There are some people you just want to go, what the fuck are you on about, mate? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And, like, and that's why I've started, I've started another, like, kind of like a Lakota personal one, because I'm like, I can't post, I don't want to post anything about politics or anything negative on the Lakota page, but I'm like, oh, my other one? Yeah, someone's pissed yeah, me off, I'll let them know about. Um, but it's, you know, I, I just hate that you've got people doing... It's so patronising, like, for a veteran with PTSD, have, like, a, a civvy do press-ups each day to raise... How is that raising awareness? Do you think any any veteran with PTSD is going to see a civvy doing press-ups and go, you know what, I'm going to get help. I need help. It's like, no, it's so patronising at that do you know what I mean? It's so patronising. And, and it's like, it is this kind of G... I was chatting to Tanya about it ages ago. It's like this Jesus complex that they think they're like this God figure that can that can change the world. It's, but it's all for people to worship them. And there's there's too many of them on on, on, on social media. Yeah, it's I think, I think with the press-up thing... Because that started a few years back, didn't it? It was the 22 press-ups. And it's just... It popped up again just recently, I believe. And... I've, yeah, and I think I think the odd kind of challenge, yeah, yeah maybe. Yeah. But when you're doing it every day, yeah, it's I, like mate. Because I, I did, yeah, and you, I did the original one, um, 
and it was before I was diagnosed with all the shit that was going on in my head. So I was like, if I put it out there, perhaps somebody might, but it might be, it might be different because I am a veteran at the end of the day. So other veterans. Bingo. Might that, it's not patronizing that. that and, and people be like, oh, well, you, can't, you know, it's not. Like, I can, I can see that the, honest, the, like, the point behind the, the civvies doing it because they obviously, especially some of them, they're like, yeah, I love, yeah, I love, I love the military. Point. I want to try and help. Also, it doesn't need to be twenty-two days worth of press-ups. No, but one guy's been doing it for like two years. We get it. And I, I'm thinking, what? <laughs> you're not doing it to help veterans. You're doing it because you want people to go. You're amazing. I mean, yeah, you fucking, you want those likes to go. You're doing a good job helping those people. You're not. Yeah, I can guarantee you haven't tried to phone anybody with this any is, sort of mental health issue and go, exactly. are you all right, by the way? That, exactly. That, that helps more Bingo. Than, than doing the press. Someone's struggling. Right, people that listen to this, how about this? Put a post up on your Instagram, your Facebook, your Twitter, your TikTok. Never used it, but whatever. And just say, if you're struggling, give me a call or give me a DM. Do that. I'm here for you. I think it's even easier. I think it's just keep in contact with your mates, close mates. And you know when your mates are a bit low, you might not hear from them. And I've had it recently with someone. I'm not going to name, name yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, don't um, name them if you don't need to. But, but they, uh, it's like through Lakota, and they just mentioned, oh, I'm just having a bit of our time. Every day I just checked in. How's it going? Yeah. That was it. And then they were like, yeah, I'm better now. And I think that's the way to do it. I don't think that's the way. And again, maybe maybe I'm just a dick. Maybe I'm being a dick. But for me, if I was struggling, I'd want to speak to someone that I I know, not just random on Instagram. That's just me. I'm not saying they shouldn't. But I I, I think it's just looking out for your mates. So a mate of mine, I'm not going to name his name, um, Obviously, I don't want him to feel shit or whatever. Yeah. But my 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 missus is also his hairdresser, so he went in and my missus came home and she was like, "Oh, um, I had so and so in today. He didn't seem himself. He wasn't chatty. He wasn't anything." So I was like, "Right, that's a bit of an alarm bell already because he's usually chatting chatting your ears off. He won't shut up." And um, I sent him a message. I was like, "You right?" And he was like. Nah, mate, I, I miss the lads. I'm feeling a bit meh. Can we organise something? I was like, yeah, no problem, mate. So I, we both um, sent a message out to a few of the other lads that are down here that we're quite close with. We're like, fancy a curry? Yeah, definitely. Let's all meet up for a curry. And we all went out the other, the other night. We all went out. There were six of us. We went out for a curry, had a few beers. It was fucking nice. It was something that I think a lot of men struggle to admit that they miss their mates and yeah. that's a that's a big thing because especially the likes of um people that are in close contact like you guys with with the team lakota or you've got uh veterans that are sort of come away from the military and lost their mates and things like that you you've lost that sense of uh camara- camaraderie camaraderie yeah. you know well you know what i'm fucking saying um yeah 
And I think that's a, that's a big struggle. And then it's like, well, I'm a bit of a, I'm going to appear like a right cunt if I don't fucking, if I, if I, if I say, oh, I'm struggling a bit here. That, that's what we need to break. That's what we need to yeah, break. I would say, do you know what? I, I, I don't also not, and not to be confused because there's some really good people out there doing a lot in, in this realm. And I know there's a lot of organizations and like veteran groups that do like, hey, we meet up here on this day. Come and, you know, and I think that's brilliant. Yeah. I'm not digging them out. I'm kind of digging out the people that are doing things to gain followers, likes, yeah, attention. That- that's not sit right with me. People are, just, yeah. you know, there are people out there that struggle. And and social media is such a fake thing anyway. You've got people like showing these perfect lives and it's not it's not true. It's a load of bollocks. And and you and I know that, but there are people out there, especially younger people, that, oh, that yeah. buy into that. Oh, my, my daughters are all in for it. My daughters are like, oh, look at these people. It's like, Take, is, I, I asked my youngest who's now changed what she wants to be when she grows up so my youngest for ages said she wanted to be a police officer and I was like that's brilliant you don't get many six year old girls that want to be a police officer my eldest wants to be a teacher which is again awesome I asked them the other day I was like do you guys still want to be police officer and teacher they're like no nah, we want to be YouTubers I was like oh fuck off will you <laughs> I'm pretty sure they were my words as well. Fuck off. <laughs> it's like, like my oldest, she said to me, she was like, but daddy, you're on YouTube. I was like, I'm only on YouTube for the podcast. It's like, it's not, it's not for me. Well, it is for me, but not for me. It's, it's, it's my way of dealing with, and I say, <laughs> I always go, it's my way of dealing with my issues that I've got. And she goes, oh, is that why you take your happy pills? It's like, yeah, that's why I take my happy pills. Um, which was a which was a, a bit of a struggle to um, talk about with with a nine year old. Yeah, why you take these sort of things? Um, but yeah, it was quite it was it was a hard one, but it was one we had to do. So she asked me why I take my antidepressants that I take, and I was like, well, sometimes Daddy's a bit unbalanced and he needs to be balanced. And she was like, is that when you're unbalanced? Is that when you're really angry and shouting? And I'm like. Well, I do that anyway, but yeah, that's that's that is definitely it. That is hundred percent. I was like, maybe I'm uh, more snappy when I've forgotten to take him and things like that. But she seemed to get it. The youngest, she sort of just potters about being her little sassy self, which is awesome. Yeah. One one thing I've seen, which is like, obviously, my my links into like mental health. You know, I'm pretty sort of strong behind it, given like my own background and yeah, yeah. losing my dad taking his life and you know it's, it's 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 it was a tough subject at first but one thing that i did notice the more sort of like chats had with people about it is it, this might just be my experience so i could be wrong i don't want to put it out to the world that i am right with oh, this no, no. but um you will genuinely get females say things like oh you know um, um, I take tablets or, or you know or whatever whatever it is you never never hear a bloke say to another bloke oh, I'm on a antidepressants at times or or whatever it may yeah. be you know have anxiety because obviously in the veteran sort of world it's it's labelled as like PTSD then that's it well I know lads who are veterans who've got mental health problems it's nothing to do with their service it's since oh, they've yeah, left yeah, you know and um, I think genuinely you know 
Lee, you, you might have a, a similar sort of view on it because obviously, you, you know, coming from just a civilian sort of perspective is, you know, you, you're never really allowed to sort of be like, oh, I'm a bit, a bit depressed. I think because there's still, there yeah. is still a stigma for men to sort of carry like the weight of the world. Yeah. I think there is. I think there is, and I, I don't think there should be. And I think there's a lot, a lot going out there that you know to 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 change that stigma. But I think there still is. I yeah, think lads still don't feel comfortable doing it. Like yeah. I had some some counsellor when I left. Um, at the time, it was basically like my my missus at the time was like, you need to go and see someone because you've got you know stress or whatever. And, and similar to Andrew, I was, you know, come back from three tours and <clears throat> my dad died of cancer. And I had counselling. And I, I remember telling a friend of mine in, that was in the Navy at the time, I was at a gig, and I just was like, I just want to tell someone. But I felt really kind of weird about saying it, do you know what I mean? I felt yeah. like a bit of a fucking bitch, <laughs> a bit of a loser. But I, I feel right. I, I, I think people don't, I think, and again, I, I think, I think old stuff from Instagram and social media is great for in the it, most in the majority of it. Like like Dave Radban, he I think he he leads the charge with it. You know, he puts up well, some that's really the amazing He doesn't love stuff. it, but he, he yeah, but he he's, he's genuine. He's genuine, right? And when you read his post, it, 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 I think it's very helpful. And I think that does a lot for people. Yeah. I think, well, fucking hell, that guy's saying it. Like, it's, yeah, that fucking monster you know, saying it. But, you know, again, my issue is the people do it for the wrong reasons. Um, but I still think there is a stigma. And I think I think if it comes to, I think initially we need to do it locally. Check on your mates. But like you did, you know, your wife said he's not, he's not right. You checked on him. You went out, it felt, you know what I mean? It's those little things. It doesn't have to be a huge charity event. It can just be keep an eye on your mates. I mean, most of us vets have got, <clears throat> you know, in you know WhatsApp groups, like I've got WhatsApp groups. I've got the, too many you know, WhatsApp groups. Fucking lads, and, and we stay in contact on there. And one of the lads, one of my good friends, got severe PTSD and got medically discharged from it. Um, who I served with, um, you know, and, he, and over the years, he's you know he's he's had issues, and I've you know, and when I wouldn't hear from him for a while, I would just give him a call. And this is before, you know, I'm yeah. going back like ten. Or I was on Instagram and all that. So I was like, hang on, this ain't right. And you just got to check in. And I think that's the minimum we can do. But I think I still, I think the battle against the stigma is, 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 is going well. But I, I think, I don't know if we'll ever fully get rid of it. I don't, I don't no. think it's in, it's in like the makeup. I don't think there should be stigma, but it, it there just, shouldn't be, but there will I always, think... there will always be, there'll always be something. And, I, I was very similar to you when I when I came out, and again I I did similar. I did three tours as well, and I came out, lost my identity as I thought. Um, but I I I honestly thought I was fine. I was, although I was very snappy and like I was. Is it because you missed the hotels? I did love the <laughs> hotels. I didn't miss the room because, because because you guys seem to forget that I was in the regiment. So we are looked down upon by the rest oh, of the... Oh, we oh, are no. looked down upon by the rest of the military. Everybody hates us. <laughs> including the... That's air an 
Steve being doing a five mile of death, isn't it? It is, mate. That that is shit. I think I talked. About, did I talk about that with you? Yeah, um, Andrew, about the five mile. Yeah, he did, mate. Yeah, I remember you saying about it. It was generally harder than what they fucking made out on that fucking video. Um, but yeah, I. What does what, what did the rest of the raft think of the raft regiment? What's that, mate? What did the rest of the raft think of the raft oh, regiment? They fucking hate us, regiment? mate. They, the, the rest of the RAF hate us. The thing is, you ain't got a chance, are you? You're in the RAF, which is, you're already on the back foot. Yeah, we're already on the back foot. And then we pretend All to be. All you've got to hate each other, but the Navy Army will go up against the RAF. Nah, to be to be fair, right, I'm gonna I'm actually gonna stick up for it. All the all the banter aside that I love. I know. Uh, now the Air Force don't like us because we're the ones that take them through uh, the start of their basic training when they do uh, inverted commas soldiering phase um, learning. All oh, right, yeah. So they hate us because we're we beast them. We beast them to death. Um, Fucking the army hate us because we think we're infantry when we, well we are infantry, but not to the ex- extent not to the extent of what um, like the paras and the rifles and excuse me all the others that pretend to be as good as those ones. Um, <laughs> I think I put a post up about that the other day, um, and obviously the marines hate us. The Lord Navy hate us because we're Air Force. The Marines hate us because the same as the Power Edge. Um, <clears throat> but the one thing oh, I I honestly hate this as well is the the whole Big Three thing. Um, <laughs> I don't know who came up with that, but it is annoying, right? Just just say that you give a section or whatever it is to. FSSG or whatever it is, you know, Special Forces yeah. Support Group for Lee, who didn't understand acronyms. Um, he's probably asleep. He's, he's still here somewhere, I think. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we, we give to Special Forces Support Group, just like the Marines and the Paras. That's where the big three comes from. Yeah. The Marines and the Paras okay. hate it because we give to it. But the funny thing is, though, those that have worked with the decent members of the RAF Reg, they're like, oh yeah, they're actually quite sound. It's those handful that are like the five mile of death. Oh, we did this. Yeah. It's like, shut up, you cunt. It's like... I remember... Um, sorry to like, jump in on that. I, I remember right? when I was a I, um, I bumped into a group of SFSG and they were... It was RAF Reg at the time. We were there. And uh, I remember walking into this... Um, accommodation bit and at the time I had a UGL on my S80 and I put it down and I no shit swear to god one lad went I've never seen one of them and at the time I was like you're in this group though and he, and he, yeah, he yeah. just looked at me and went yeah and I was like do you mean not seen one he went I've, I've never seen one and I was like you have just opened yourself up to a whole world of that shit that is a whole world <laughs> <of> <laughs> but, I had one that was that was part of yeah. my fucking weapon system when I was in CAF. I, I was the fucking <clears throat> prick. We, me and you said this last time, though. We were like, I think, and, and I, I had a chat with Stu about this as well, because obviously prior to joining the, uh, the army, I was trying to go in the Navy. And I, yeah. I genuinely feel if you want to go in the forces, because you want to go in the, you know, you know if you want to join the military, no one yeah, ever yeah, really yeah. does it just because. 
because yeah. I reckon you could go in any cat badge or any arm of the military and you would think that your cat badge or your regiment or whatever your part is the best thing ever because you were conditioned to believe that yeah, yeah. you are in the best thing ever. And, it, it, it's and meant, you're you know, proud. And you're proud yeah. of it. Oh, I'm yeah, too exactly. proud of the fucking tattoo and everything. What does it say? Yeah. What oh, does it say? Five you want to see this rascal, mate? This was when I thought I was going to be a lifer. Look at this bad boy. He's only got a rock, eh, hasn't he? Oh, <laughs> yeah. That <laughs> is bad. I respect that. That's class. Rascal, mate. <laughs> see, mo most, <clears throat> most rocks either get um, per ardua, which is the motto, or they'll get like a mud guard with Raf Reg on it, which is gay. So I was like, I spoke to my cousin and I was like, I want a tattoo for the regiment. Can you hook me up? And he was like, yeah, if you, got, if you guys got a nickname or anything. I was like, yeah, we're the Rock Apes. So he was like, oh, I'll leave it with me. And he designed this fucking ape holding the flag on a load of rocks with Per Arjo underneath. That's actually cool. And I was like, yeah. I want that. I got a lot of shit when I first got it, but everyone else was like, that was one of the best tattoos I've seen in the, uh, for the regiment. I was like, you're fucking right, it is. Fucking right, doggy. Yeah. That is cool. I mean, like, I, I, I mentioned quite a bit that, like, you know, like that Masapa and, and Royal Engineers and all that. So, but it was only because it's like, I've met people now, like my mate Jay, who's now part of Lakota. John O, he's also Sapper. So Sam. But I do it mostly because I worked with, a, with uh, some ex-infantry lad and he fucking hated the fact that I was an ex-Royal Engineer. Because every time anything to do with being a veteran come up, he was like, yeah, we don't say that with veterans. And then the second I left, he was like, I am infantry. <laughs> Come on, mate! <laughs> it's, I can't help it that we're awesome. It's just one of them things, you know. We're everywhere. I, I think at the end of the day, like we'd always have the banner, but it's like at the end of the day, like you, you got to respect people no matter what unit, yeah. no matter what job they did. Because for me, I'm like, well, they, you know, especially not saying it's the end all, but especially the ones that actually like properly like went went on tour and don't, don't matter what you did on tour but you, you've got to respect it you know they'd always be bad and i'd always throw shit at the, the raf reg but at the end Everybody of the day the raf reg, you can't help but not you know you've got to respect everyone do you know what yeah yeah i'm, I'm, I'm navy mate that shit i, I really enjoy is... you protect the naffy you shoot your own body armor you never leave the wire i love all that Think though, if you went there, though, I do have a gen. Exactly, you the need an mate. Always. I do have a gen complaint about the Raf Reds, which is why I didn't like them for many years. Go and I it. don't know the full reasons. So, <clears throat> first tour, I think it was the first tour of Basra. Um, we got attacked every day. I went to Basra. At 10 a.m. 10 a.m. or 11 a.m. every morning. Can't remember, but it was like one of those times. Like, you could set your watch to it. Like, oh, it's 10 o'clock. Yeah, yeah. Sirens going off. Rocket, rockets coming in. This went on for two to three weeks. And we're going, I think this is just fucking weird. Anyway, we got like, it stopped. And um, we had like one of those in briefs and they were like, just, you know, gen general updates. And they said, oh, the... The re and this is Jen. I'm not lying, and I, I'm not going to blame the RAF because I don't know. I don't know what the what the issue, what their circumstances were. But the reason this happened was because the RAF went out 
every morning at the same time. They didn't stagger their patrols. Yeah, you so they went out. That. They went, did the same route, come yeah. back in just before ten or eleven, and then the and, and the enemy knew that, and they went, oh, they've gone back in now. Yeah, exactly, and. And then, so, so, so the RAF Reg then staggered their patrols and it stopped. But I don't know the reason, you know, back then I'd be like, oh, fucking RAF Reg is shit. Yeah, but it's, then it's like, the well, there's though. obviously a big reason for that. We're always conditioned, especially um, us lot, we were always conditioned, don't set patterns. Yeah. As, as you would know, because obviously you'd get rocketed or you'd, mm -hmm. um, if you'd take the same route, you might get an IED, that sort of thing. Yeah. And, uh, the thing with, like, I went to Basra in um, 09 um, when we were closing it down. So it wasn't as bad then. And the same with CAF. Um, well, CAF was actually quite bad. But, um, yeah, Basra itself, it was... A lot of people forget that when we go out on, on certain things, we only have uh, what we call a flight, which is a platoon. I don't know what you call it in the Navy. I have no idea. Um, in our squadrons, it's a flight. Yeah, we have, yeah, yeah. So we'd we'd go out as a as a flight, but then you would um, basically cut it in 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 half or whatever. So you'd have like one one half of the flight will go to the south or the <clears throat> I, I think it was south, um, and then the other half will go to the north. Um, basically, to try and stop as many rocket attacks as we could. And when you think about it, it's not that many. If it's just a platoon strength, it's only what like I can't even remember now. It's been that long, um, and I, I even remember going out on patrol on the one night, and it was it was a quiet night. It was clear, and it was like, oh, this is a fucking nice night. And then all you, and then all you see is this go across the sky, and you're like, oh fuck, rocket, 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 and you're like, oh shit, now we're gonna have to go and do some action. It's too quiet. Yeah. It's too quiet for it. Yeah, and it was just like. Boom. But I've I, I uh, I've got a question for for Lee to keep him awake, my Ethan. Yeah, we've got, <laughs> we got to get Lee. This is literally this is literally this is tri service chat. Yeah. Oh, Lee's so, here. So Lee, when when, when we awesome were away, when uh, when we were away, Lee. Obviously, when your mate Sam turned up, me, uh, my brother and Jay obviously didn't know that Sam was an engineer and he didn't know that we were and when we found out that it was we were like Sam is everywhere and obviously you know you saw the banter between us and then us giving Stu some shit because he was in the Navy um, from, from, from your perspective of being around like a veteran brand and seeing that side of you know that element of life brought to it what, what's it like because it's very rare you get the chance to ask yeah on a, yeah, yeah, on a scale of one on a scale of one to ten, how much did you hate it? <laughs> how much did you want to spend most of our time cuddling? So I think it was all right. <laughs> the thing um, with Lee is he he fits in because he's ex rugby player or current rugby yeah, player. Yeah, 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 definite. Um, <laughs> so it's like the same thing. To to be honest, the stories are some of the funniest I've heard. Um, <laughs> oh, they're Friday some pretty night, stories. Like, let's be honest. Friday night, I was crying after a couple of bottles of wine with Beth, we were crying at the stories that these lads were coming out with. Um, absolutely hilarious. Not to be shared on here <clears throat> at this moment in yeah. time, I don't think. Yeah, that's <laughs> another one. That was, that was quite interesting. Obviously, Beth isn't, isn't ex-military, but her dad has been in the military like, her entire, so she's grown yeah. up around that. So, like, the level of... So, when, we first, when I first met Beth, 
her level of banter instantly matched mine and Jay's, and we were like, we will get on with her because she can take yeah. shit and yeah, get yeah, out. Yeah. <laughs> She's yeah. one of us. She is yeah, a good yeah. And um, I think yeah. the whole thing with Lakota, like, is that the whole thing that being a veteran brand, like owned brand, but not being exclusive to veterans, is because we've all got the same mindset. I yeah. get, I get mistaken or asked quite often if I'm ex-military, which is something I wish I had done, but I'm not. I never oh, you have said this done. when uh, you were on the podcast the first time. I, I exactly thought you were ex-military. And you sound like and then, an officer. It's because he goes around saying he's X-22, that's why. Well, he sounds like an officer. <laughs> sounds like an absolute Rupert. Oh, can I just jump in and say one thing? The first time I heard his voice, I did not put his voice to that body. I no, I didn't, like, oh, don't, <laughs> I didn't even. I didn't. Like, oh, a posh You boy. think he's going to sound like, I'm going to eat you. But yeah. no. I was like, you're going to make them look at them quads really awkward now. He's got this little posh voice. Yeah. <laughs> I, let, sound like I only let him on the team so I thought he was going to beat me up <laughs> right sorry Lee crack on I think the thing is, is we've all got the same mindset <clears throat> of just like get shit done um, and I think that's like the same with all of us like that's why we get out and do what we do is because although we have our nine to fives well a nine to five would be a luxury for me I think we're six till five at the moment which is pretty rough but like I do all these things. Ooh. Full 12 I make it to the gym as well, though. Ooh. 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 I do do a nice 20K a day, so that's good enough for me. (laughs) Oh, Lee just dropping bangers. Oh, it's my turn to get the fucking knocks in, (laughs) isn't it? (laughs) No, I think that's what it is. I think it's just about mindset. Um, And I think that's what's good about the brands that we put out. That's the reason... That I actually was interested in joining Lakota because Lakota was the first um, team that I joined. And if I'm honest, like we spoke about on our show before, I had no interest in being someone that like puts out content or tries to be like the post I put out today about I have no interest in what would normally be classed as an influencer. But yet, you know, here I am posting my ideas and thoughts and opinions on there and Lakota was the first ones to like catch my attention due to their ethos because I won't I'm only interested in the things that I want to do and promote and Lakota was exactly that I fell in love with the brand because of the message they were putting out it was Stu was exactly the same as me in the sense of get outdoors the mental and physical benefits of like getting out, doing some physical exertion or into the mountains, getting some perspective. Like, and I think that's what is good about it because that, now people are starting to see that a team like us can promote something like that. And they're actually wanting to get out and do it. They're seeing these trips, like the trip that we did, like the first day I joined Lakota, we agreed to do the fan dance together and we booked in a Lake District trip. Like, literally, the first day I joined, I was like, I'm in the right fucking team. Like, you know, I all I want to do is do the things I enjoy outside of my my job, because my job doesn't fulfill me. It's, you know, it's same as Stuart. It's, it's a good job. Um, it's fairly interesting, but it doesn't fulfill me, like, mentally. and not your passion. No, it's not. And I'm all the things that I do on my social media are the things that I really enjoy doing like climbing mountains, abseiling, like 
training deadlifting and <laughs> if i can <laughs> use the platform to promote that alongside a team that has exactly the same ethos then that can only be a benefit and the amount of messages that i receive now is is like incredible the people that have bought into the brand and when i say bought into the brand they're not like like Stu said he isn't doing this to really make money this is his hobby his passion his outlet and i'm doing the same but i'm doing it alongside him and andrew and tanya and beth and Jono. we're all doing it because this is what we enjoy doing and we want other people to see the benefits of actually getting out and doing it yeah. like because i think it's like we go on, on. Well, i think I the thing that most people are losing like going back to the depression and ptsd thing uh, i have a theory about this especially with males is that most people are losing their sense of purpose and that's why it doesn't have to be what happened or what you saw on your tours that puts you in a bad state it's usually actually coming back to civvy life and then not having the things that the military saw out for you like you know your national insurance your tax your everything like and you're not being given your orders you don't have purpose and i think that's no different for civvies like and i don't want to go too deep into this because i i do have a theory about this um that will go deep and deep but i won't i think that's why men are struggling so much in today's society and there's so much um mental health issues is because women are now becoming more and more capable. They're earning just as much money as men are. They're being able to have the same jobs that men can, if not earn more money. Men are not having the same like purpose like they used to. When <clears throat> we back, back a long time ago. Our DNA. Yeah, it's in our DNA it's to our hunt. DNA. And, and, you, and listen, and, and I'm all for equality. Like, trust me, I'm all for that. And I think women are as capable as men, I'm not debating that. But I genuinely think there is a DNA trait that we have as men that that most most of us we've got that call to like the wild, like hunting, all that stuff that was installed in cavemen. I think there's still a bit of that in us. There, there is. So why, do think, why do you think like my son's now four, and all of a sudden? He wants to play fight every day. He's like, let's go play fight. And I have to play fight. And, and I have to pretend to be Megatron. And he's Optimus Prime. And he shoots me with guns and fights me. I just think that's what boys do. That's the brilliant. Yeah, but that's the warrior inside of us that we can't just get rid of. And, and, and Lee, I think you're absolutely bob on. And I don't think it matters if you're a veteran or a city. I think it's, it's, a, it's a male is and, and, and also to touch on the veteran thing, just because someone's a veteran doesn't make them an awesome person, because we've all known a load of fucking dickheads. Oh, yeah, you know a lot. And, and, and again, on Instagram, everyone that's a veteran is like, oh, my God, they're hearing. No, no, no. Like, 90% of us are dickheads. But but but, but going on to Lee's theory, I, 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 Lee, I, I know what he's saying. I completely agree with that. I, Lee, I, think... I, uh, I read a book called The Way of Men by yep. uh, a guy called Jack Donovan. Um, and um, it's about some of it's great and it depends how deep you want to go into it but it was basically about <clears throat> this guy's view um, of like what's called like, an us and them complex so there will always be people who want to stand on 
the line and people who were quite happy to sit back and let other people be violent for them. Uh, but in the same aspect of that, like, men uh, in this <laughs> age are losing sort of their masculinity because you can't be a certain way. So if you work in an office, for example, you can't be a certain way mm. around female colleagues because it's, it's not right. But so, but I think what he kind of sort of says is that like, we have to act a very certain way, but it's not always the same. Do you know what I mean? Um, I, I mean, I, I, know, I, know I, know you, I know where you're going with this and I, I, I agree with you. And you know, that is the society that we live in today. But yeah. in, in what I'm, I think people are missing is that everything is in the choices that you make. Like I could pander to society and just go and do my job, go home, sit in front of the TV and I could get depressed quite easily. If that's what I chose to do with my life, then I would quite, you know, that, that, that would not make me happy. That would make me completely depressed exactly. right exactly so I, I choose i choose to go and pursue the things that i want to do now those things are climbing mountains like abseiling cycling physically exerting myself doing these silly challenges like climbing up penny fan of like way <coughs> these but, are the but, things that give me like mental like free like gives me freeness within my mind because i get out and i push myself and i want to see what i can do and if you're not doing that, then you've got no, if you're just doing the Monday nine to five, going home and then doing nothing, you're not going to be happy. It's not, that's not a happy yeah. business. We're not designed to do that. I think, I think we were designed to move and work, not be stationary and do a mundane job. And I think, um, not always, but I think exercise regularly, not Sure, but will help people with depression and anxiety because you get oh, that definitely. the endorphin rush. Um, yeah. I know my brother; he has depression and, and he runs, and that helps him. He yeah. still takes t pills, but when he when he exercises, it, it, it puts him on even more. Active. It doesn't. It doesn't. You know, he still has it, but it does help. Like, let's look um, look I also think with with with. The, going back to kind of like what you were saying, Lee, about about getting outdoors and, 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 you know, climbing mountains and all that good stuff. I think if you look at, especially the team, like we were pretty much that way. I think that in this day and age, it's you're seen as an alpha male. And then if you're seen as an alpha male, you, you've got this toxic masculinity. And it's almost like, like someone could look at you because you're a big lad and you do that kind of stuff they're looking at you in a negative way and it's almost like it's sexist because you you're an alpha male and you want to go out and hunt and climb mountains but i feel like that's what men are meant to do anyway and i don't feel like it should be we should be victimized for that or we should be looked down upon or looked at some being sexist it's like no, no i'm not being sexist women can do it with us but we need to do it that's our that's our dna that's what we need to do and i don't see Exactly, and I don't see why people talk about masculinity in a toxic way. I think it's fucking awesome, and that's us. I think there's too many um, left lefties at the minute trying to to make the world equal. Like you can't. Like this is this is how I generally. You're like when you're born, 
your hand is cards. That's your hand. You've dealt a hand of cards. And someone might be born into a, a wealthy family and some people are born in a real shit circumstance. And that's, don't get me wrong, that's horrible. But I think that's life. And, it, and, it, and, it, and it's hard and it's not fair and it sucks and it, and it shouldn't happen. But that's life. I wasn't born, I wasn't born into money. You know, I, I had to share a room with my brother. You know, I had it better than a lot of people, but I didn't have it as good as most. It's um, that was my, that's my hand. And you have to make the best yeah, hand it's how you, you can. Deal with it. That comes on you've to, got a, people to a good point, actually. Um, I, I, I put a post up yesterday about, um, I think it's called The Rising Phoenix or The Phoenix Rising or whatever it is on, um, on Netflix. And it's basically about the Paralympics. And they've got a handful of these Olympians and how they've dealt with the cards that they've been drawn, basically. Yeah. So there, there was a, a girl that had um, her leg amputated when she was three i believe and ended up being a phenomenal swimmer there was a lad that grew up in a re i'm not 100 percent sure where it was in africa but he grew up in this horrible french state in africa and got attacked he watched he witnessed his mum being murdered with a machete and then had his arm cut with a machete and then his legs taken from him with this fucking same machete. He ended up being an Olympian um, uh, long jumper. And the other one was a South African that was born disabled and they thought he was going to just basically be tossed aside. But he ended up learning to run on these blades. And he's at 14, he was at Rio and he got the silver medal in the 200-meter sprint or whatever. It was fucking loads of them there was one with a with a girl who loved fencing and then at the age of nine i think it was she got meningitis and they uh amputated her arms first but the disease still carried on to carry on spreading so they amputated her legs so she had like no arms no legs she was like well i'm useless now but then she was like i'm not i can do more and I love fencing. And then she became a fucking gold medalist in the Rio Olympics at the age of 19 fencing. It's like, this is mental. Again, this is, this is exactly what we said about the It's all about mindset. You know, we could, we could, we could, we've all been through shit. That's yeah. Know, yeah. Well, no life's perfect. I had and a, I had a uh, previous guest and a, a really, really good friend of mine, Robbo, who um, lost both his legs in um, Bastion. He uh, got hit by an IED, lost both his legs. Um, I I was dealing with the um, the radio calls at the time, so I dealt with his incident. Um, but fast forward, he he ended up being the captain of the wheelchair rugby team in uh, the Invictus Games, uh, and now he's on the verge of joining the Team GB going to well it would be Tokyo I'm guessing it's next year now but yeah he's joining yeah. Um, Team GB for in, in Tokyo and it's like he's taken his, his disability and turned it into to be and the thing is like no one's saying that 
No one's saying that's easy, but it's doable. And I, I, yeah, I yeah. genuinely think like it's, it's, it's how you deal with about, it. People cry about inequality or, oh, well, I'm from this place where I haven't got the same opportunities. Yeah, you're probably yeah. right. You've you dealt a shitty hand, but what in the fuck are you going to do about it? What are you going to do about it? Exactly. It's like, it's like their circumstances. Like, You've got. You've just said there, like you know, a, a girl lost her, all her limbs. Yet she's achieved something. She's achieved a fucking gold medal in the fucking Rio Olympics. I mean, just, uh, and I'm not saying everyone that's going to lose all their limbs is going to no, be no. that. Oh, no, but it just on, shows you what you can do. Yeah, exactly. To your mind. On, a, on another note, there was a a girl on there that was born disabled in Russia, and at the time in the 80s, Russia came out and said, "We don't have any disabled people." as Russia would do. Um, she was adopted no. by an American family and basically taught herself to um, be fucking shit hot in a fucking wheelchair, standard. She then um, sued the American uh, establishment, I don't know the fucking word, because they, she couldn't compete alongside other people during like PE lessons because she was in a wheelchair. She was like, why can't I? I should be able to go on the track at the same time. She won that. And then she ended up winning fucking countless golds in the Summer Olympics. And then she went and did the fucking cross country in the Winter Olympics and won a gold medal then. It's like, you're incredible. And it's, it's yeah. how, you're, how you deal with the... With you. It's like I said about Robbo. Robbo got blown up. He could have gone, oh, fucking hell. Exactly. But he didn't. He, he went, just fucking hell, I got a, I, I can do something. Yeah. And, and it's not, and it's, uh, we're not saying it's easy. He's probably it's not easy. No. It's, it's the same, it's the same with, um, the other end. yeah, it's the same with mental health issues as well. Like, obviously a big part of the podcast is mental health issues. Um, when, when I was diagnosed with my depression and PTSD from my therapist and the doctor, I could have gone, oh, fuck. Yeah. But I didn't. I was like, how can I turn this around and help myself and other people at the same time? That was my goal. It's, yeah, I've got a podcast, and yeah, I'd love it to be as big as... It won't, but I'd love it to be as big as, say, fucking Joe Rogan or something like that. It won't, but that's not my goal. My goal is to show people that... It's all right to sit here and have a chat with your mates about things like this, about yeah. what you guys do. It's it just to get other people. And I, think it's, and I think it's a good voice because on, 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 on social media, there's, there's a lot of this kind of weird, like, oh, everyone's got to be equal and we need to, you know, we need to make all these rules up so everyone's got this equal... And I think everyone should be equal. I, I see everyone as equals. Yeah. We're all humans. But, you know, it's where you give civvies. people opportunities over other people. And, you know, I just think, like, you've just you've been dealt a hand. Make the best with it. Like, we can't change... We can't change how it is, you know. And, and you know, it's like, oh, toxic masculinity. And they, they ban certain adverts that show men in typical men roles. And it's, it's like... Fucking well, annoying, isn't it? Why is that such a bad didn't, thing? Didn't Gillette do something? Not that, not that yeah, Andrew would know, they, but Gillette definitely did something with, with their shaver. 
Yeah, they did. They, they, Andrew oh, just changed the channel straight away. He went, I'm not watching that. I went, get, shaving's not right. Get out. <laughs> I actually think it was something that would be. Was it, was it like something like real men shave or something like that? It and was. That's a bad thing. That's something else that we, we spoke about briefly, uh, me and Sean, but I know that I had a chat with you two when we were away. Like, when. Um, when people like, what I've not always had a beard, you know, but people people talk to you differently when you have a beard. Do they want to stand? Yeah, well, it's really odd. I mean, there's, there's two sides. So, like, you'll be met with, say, so there's two types of female. There'll be girls who are like, I hate beards. Fine, it's not in your face. Or girls who are like, I love beards. Granted, you're going to get that with everyone. But then, in the same aspect, you have lads as well who are like, one, you get, I can't grow a beard because my missus won't let me. Shut up. It's on your face. You are your own person. But then, like, you almost met with, like, a level of respect from other bearded guys who are like, your fucking beard's cool. And you're like, yeah, man. And they're like, how do you get it so long off? <laughs> it's so odd. It's, like, the strangest thing ever. But that is a typical example of sort of, like, people, people see you a certain way yeah. because you have a beard. Yeah. You know, like, they'll be like, you're expected to be sort of like, like um, Tanya was a great example. She was like, oh, it's like such a badass, like such a Viking. Yeah, granted, I like to think I'm quite a badass, but I'm just a nice lad, you know? Like just people a genuine sort of, bloke. It's like, same with, yeah, same with tattoos as well. Like if you've got loads of tattoos, people are like, oh, he's got loads of tattoos in. So. Yeah. You tend to find <laughs> like, <they've got laughs> loads of tattoos they usually. Usually if you've got loads of tattoos, you're less of a dick than people that don't have any. Yeah. A million percent. Yeah. <laughs> but on the on the, I, on will the beard thing. About beards. I will say this about beards. If you've got a beard, you wear a baseball cap better. It looks better with if you've got a beard. Hey. That's I just the only, the only reason I, to uh, hide my receiving hairline. So. I trimmed. Well see, the only reason I the only I reason don't... I shaved my head is because I thought it'll make what so like I need a beard. Yeah, so like, Upside I down face if you've got a beard and no hair. Yeah, Oops. I wanted to shave head for a while, but then when I made the decision to start growing my beard out, and then lockdown happened, and I was like, oh, there's no barbers. Fuck it, I'm just going to shave my head. And then when it did, I was like, fucking, that makes my beard look fucking mint. <laughs> it's, yeah. like, it's like an illusion. It's like a play on mirrors. You know, people like, you've got a wicked beard, or I just have no hair, you know? <laughs> yeah, definitely. We need, to, we need to get off the subject of beers because we all know that I can't grow a proper one. So we'll skip past that. Excuse beards, mint. Hey. Have you seen my. I've, I've seen I, 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 yeah. You did, yeah, yeah you, you should be your beard. I can. Yeah. I've, got, I've got bits that don't grow and it fucks me off. I just can leave it grow it. a beard. It just, but I look just horrendous. I've got little bits just here on the cheeks. It's like, nah, you're all right, Tomo. We ain't growing there, mate. And it's like, all right. I, my I brother takes a piss. Just, my brother's just such it. a cunt. So it grows really straight. So basically, I look like a fucking brush. It's just straight fucking hair. It's like, I want a big, full-on Hagrid, bushy beard, as they would say in Bristol. Can you rock a tap, though? Can you rock oh, a mustache? I, mean, like, I, can grow, I can grow. Quality. I can grow a quality mustache. It grow is the Thompson trait. Do that. You oh. in the rap? I was in the air force. Of course I can. Um, 
My old man's got a good beard now. He looks like Father Christmas. It's all fucking grey and brilliant. But he he had always had. I think I think Andrew looks like Santa. And the the other week, I would I would not make a good Father Christmas. Yeah, the other week I had. <laughs> I would not. Face was 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 growing all right. It wasn't great, obviously, because I can't grow a proper beard. And I was looking at myself in the mirror, and I thought, I might just rock a tash, just bring it back. And I said to the missus, I went, I went shall I grow stuff. a tash? And she went, don't you dare. You look like a fucking pedo. I was like, ah. Nah, see, that, that's what I'm talking about. It's sod it. It's just grow a tash. Just I might just do it. Mustache. You know what? For, for, t- for Team Lakota, I'm just going to grow a tash. I'll grow it out, and then I'll shave the remaining cheeks and thing off, and I'll do an episode or few, and if it sticks, it sticks. However, though, I want to disclaim that we are not held responsible you are. or myself you are. for your divorce. I'm going to blame you guys for it. I'm going to say, I won't say a name because I'm trying to stick. I'm trying to stay away from saying the missus's name and the kids' names on the podcast. But I'll fucking I'll go look. Team Lakota told me to grow a moustache, and I've got to do it. No, we're taking away all responsibility. <laughs> yeah, you do you know what? I'm going to quickly. I'm going to quickly. Um, I'm going to quick. Yeah, it's almost November. You're right. I'll do it. So um, November, just say it's for that. Yeah. Shut up. Luke. Oh yeah, bring it back. Bring that back. <laughs> bring that. Bring that. So I'm going to quickly uh, bring back another point from um from Stu about um when you were talking about the PTSD and and people sort of faking it and what have you. Yeah, this is a a gen story now. So before I did uh, the job that I'm doing now, I used to do surveillance, and uh, part of that job was to go out and spy, basically on benefit cheats. And uh, one one of the tasks that I had was a former Navy bloke that was claiming that he had PTSD and he couldn't leave his house because he was afraid if he saw any sort of uh, Asian or Middle Eastern person, he would have a meltdown, basically. So he was... Bed- is this me? This is, this is genuine now, right? So we set up... Um, we're usually in a, we're always in a team of two, uh, unless it was a really high-targeted uh, person where you'd go out with a, with a few others. So you'd have the van man, which was me on the day. So you'd park up in your van. Uh, you'd get into the back. You'd open the curtains a little bit. And you would uh, basically film. Um, <laughs> and matey boy decided he fancied going out for a trip with his missus and his kids. And I was like, well, if he's fucking not supposed to be going out because of his PTSD, in I believe he was in... I want to say Northwest London, that could be wrong, but it was a very high Middle Eastern, Indian, Pakistani sort of area. And it's like, if you've got PTSD where you can't go outside because you're afraid of these sort of, these sort of people, you're not going to go outside at all. So I'm, I'm there and 
you, you call it over the radio. He's, he's on his way out. And we basically followed him for the whole day. And he was out. He was in town. He was rocking about. He went to a football match. Fucking everything. And I was there going, we've got a fucking banger here. <laughs> Literally filming him all day. He's brilliant. And I was like, it fucking wound me up. Because I obviously at that point, I was still sort of struggling without coming out with my, um, my issues. And I was like, this fucking cunt. There are people that are really struggling with that actual problem. And you're just fucking the money and you're taking money from fucking the military. If he's he's getting a major or fucking whoever, it's just fucking wound me up. And I was. We had a benefit sheet that lived opposite the shop I worked in as a teenager. And he'd come in, it was one day I watched him fix his roof. He was up ladders. Oh, they're brilliant, mate. Fixing his roof, <laughs> running around his roof like I've like got, a teenager, I've got right? fucking stories as, long as, then, as long as this fucking then video, mate. But then he'd come to the shop and he'd have his like walking yeah, yeah. sticks and you're like, right. here's one for you. This is my favourite from my from my my time. So we 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 obviously we're in our pair, and uh, Kelly. Uh, was was the team leader of the day. So she went to the house. So, fucking hell. It was a medical day, which are the best days to work. If you get called, you're like, you're on a medical day. You're like, brilliant. This is amazing. So uh, Kelly went to the, um, to the house, was filming her from the house into the car, got to the medical, medical area, which is where I was. I was literally car park, front of the fucking hospital or or doctor surgery car park in london i'm filming she gets out she's fucking stumbling she's fucking struggling her mate's pulling out the wheelchair she gets in the wheelchair they roll up get into the uh surgery come out same thing really struggling we then follow them from the uh from the doctors we're following her along they stop off at her services, and I was like, this is fucking brilliant. So I pull up in the car park. I'm watching their car. I'm filming them. She gets out, literally walks walks out into the services. I'm there filming. We've fucking got a fucking golden goose here. And then I get a call over the radio. It's like, Tomo, you need to go and follow. And it's like, brilliant. Can't wait for this. So I literally followed them into the services with my um my discreet camera, which is basically like a very old 8210 phone, but it's got a camera yeah. in the top. So you just press record. And she was walking around the services. She was fine. She was going into Costa, getting a coffee, sitting down, all that. And I was there filming just like going, I'm going to get a fucking top dog award for this. This is fucking endless shit of this fucking knobhead faking everything. And it's like, this is brilliant. It's like one of those days that really submits what you really wanted in the job and catching them in the act when they're like faking yeah. it. Brilliant. And um, like, obviously you get the days where you're, you're there for like eight, nine, 10 hours and they haven't done anything. And you're literally sat in the middle of summer in the back of a fucking van, sweating your tits off. But those sort of days you're like, this is why. You, you do this job. I had quite a few good ones like that, and it was just fucking brilliant. 
I did. Fo- I followed a bloke that said he couldn't walk properly, couldn't look after his kids. I followed him to um, Thought Park, which was fun. He took his kids to Thought Park. Um, I ended up going on a few rides, which was nice. Um, but yeah, it's fucking brilliant. Yeah, it was probably the most fun I had doing work ever until they started sending me all over the fucking country when I couldn't. It was a pain in the ass. I told them basically that I, I was set for London and the Southeast. That's where I was supposed to be based. And I only, I worked every weekend so I could have Monday and Tuesday off for the kids. They took that as an advantage and they would send me to fucking Manchester, fucking Plymouth and all sorts on the weekend. It's like, why are you doing that? I live in fucking Kent. Chill out. And it just got too much. It was like one of the, it was the same sort of reason why I left the military in the first place was because I wanted to spend time with the family and I wasn't spending time. And yeah, fucking <clears throat> pain in the ass at the end of the day. I was I was yeah. loving it, and then it was like yeah. oh, I'm not really enjoying this anymore. But again, like with people like talking more about like mental health, like you get that with mental health. Like me and Stu know a lad who was like we basically. Oh my god! Yeah, it, it would it would basically. Walk. Yeah, we knew a guy who yeah. was like. I I the first time I sat down with him, I was like. Oh, uh, you're ex-military. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, what were you in? Would not answer me. And I was like, that's a bit odd. But I thought if he's got, you know, his own issues or whatever, that might be how he deals with it. You know, yeah, so yeah. I'll look at him. And then I heard him, like, chatting shit about Stu. And I was like, does he even know the guy? Like, this is a bit <laughs> and then, Never met him. Never met yeah, him. And then, and then, Calling you a yeah, cunt. Yeah, and then... I then, a charity event, but I had actually met the guy. And he was gobbling off because I was in the Navy, but not in a banterous way. He was like slagging me off behind my back. Oh, that's annoying. I never even met the you could be ban- you can you but, can slag off in a banter way, but yeah, don't, exactly. don't attack the person. Attack attack the was, service but, or whatever. He, he was he was crowded out though for being a, a fucking asshole. Was he I mean, a like, for me, like, or not? Um semi. Semi, yeah, he's probably done a little bit, but I mean, you either, you either, you either have it. I mean, like, we know a lad who, who basically was in the Marines for a bit, um, but was dead honest about it and was like, Yeah, I was in, but you know, I, I was discharged in training, and I was like, Fucking hell, all right, and cool, not asked. But yeah. this lad was like, Full on, I've been in, I've been everywhere, and we were like, Yeah, but what, what were you in though? <laughs> he wouldn't tell us, and we oh, were like, mate, yeah, he wouldn't. I took that. That reminds me. Like, I took a bloke through training for the job that I do now, and I was taken through training. He was like, "You're ex-military, aren't you?" I was like, "Yeah, I did, I did a bit. I was I was in the I was in the RAF Reg." And I, when when I say that, I expect to have a little bit of banter back, which is fine. I don't mind that. He didn't say a word. I was like, "All right, cool. That's my first flag. <laughs> That's your test field. That's my first flag." And then he was like. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I was in um, I was in the power reg. I was like, all oh, right. When when did you serve? And he said like late seventies to the eighties sort of thing. And I was like, oh, so you would have done um, you would have done your jumps course when my dad was doing the jumps training when my dad was in. And he was like, oh no, no, I I wasn't badged. I was like, what? That that was the second flag. And then I was like, all right, so you did P Company and, and what have you as as a para. 
And he was like, nah, I didn't do P Company. I was like, well, you're not a para then, you fucking idiot. <laughs> and then he, and then he well, sort likewise. of like was stumbling and muttering. I was like, all right, we've got one of these guys. It's cool. It's cool. I'm going to, I'm just going to play it, play it a little bit. And I was like, oh. Again, this is, this is again down to this whole pressure thing of being an alpha male because like I said on our podcast, um, like I was, I felt overwhelmed by the fact that I'm surrounded by veterans that are like yeah, yeah. awesome people. It comes with it. You think automatically because they've served, um, you don't know what they've done. You don't know like what sort of person they are, but the fact that they serve automatically makes you feel like you need to respect that because yeah. they've, potentially have put their life on the line for potentially yeah people like me but, and all the other people in this country well, you got you got to you got to remember with, with with certain people that make it up i i i speak for myself here i don't know about andrew and uh, and Stu. It, it fucks you off if they're fucking lying about it <clears throat> i get that yeah. i get that but like i said it, it's a pressure but, thing Mel's a, yeah, Mel's yeah, yeah, a it lot might be it might be are, but also, don't don't have the per the purpose or anything going for them, so yeah, they don't make it up. Want that. Yeah, but they don't. They've got nothing. Yeah, yeah, I, think what, I think what Lee's trying to say is he's trying to get behind the psychology of why they're doing it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like. I don't agree with it. I'm not saying it's cunt. the right thing to do. Yeah. It's fucking not. Like that's like me saying I've I'm a Iron Man and I've not done an Iron Man race. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, I get it, but I on a much it. smaller scale. But what I'm saying is, is again, it's because males don't have purpose at the moment, or a lot of males don't, either, don't either, find their purpose. He shouldn't be breathing. Huh? That's a joke. That's a joke. That was a bit harsh, but well, I wanted. To I agree, Lee. I agree with you, mate. I agree with you. I think, I, I think um, this day and age, and probably what you're trying to say, I don't want to put words in your mouth, is, is a lot of men probably feel like they they don't have a purpose. Well, let's because go. It's, it's almost like you might be right. It might be because he doesn't have a purpose, or it might be because he wanted to do it, never did it, and thought he could get away with. No, yeah, there's always going to be that. Don't, don't there's always going to be that. There, there might be a bit of that, but I, I think <laughs> that he wants someone to think he's done something because he hasn't. Oh, done he, he was coming out with all sorts. Yeah. Again, because that's what because he wants to have something that someone respects him for, like he's done something. Like oh, he's... if he, if he if he needs that, then. But <sighs> it fucking winds me up because, sure, right? If he if he's talking to say, for example, for you, like yourself who hasn't served, you'd probably eat that up. Which which yeah. yeah. In, in that sort of sort of uh, thing, he could go, yeah, I was in the powers, and you'd be like, oh, brilliant, you were in the powers, well done, congratulations. But if you're talking to someone in the military and they know quite a bit about it, you're going to get caught up and you're going to be made to look like a knobhead. Yeah, they are a knob for doing it in the first place, but I'm just... Yeah. Like it's, it's I get it, why they, I get it. Why they want to do it, like, there's more to it. It's the same... But well, I, I, I think you, um, you see similar, I mean, I could be wrong here, but only, this is my opinion. You see, um, so when people leave the military and like you're saying that, you know, you lose like sense of purpose and belonging, you oh, yeah. see it quite often with like top, 
to athletes when they finish yeah, doing what they've done. So, you know, won a gold medal. Well, what else do you do then when you won a gold medal apart from winning another one? And then that will only go... We spoke about this, didn't we? And we're like, that will only go on for so long. Or, yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, and you, know, you will achieve so much and then you'll get to a point where you're like, well, I'm done now. And then when you leave that's, that, that's... that world, you know, what, what do you do with that then, you know? That's why like these athletes and these celebrities turn to recreational drugs. Because if you say you've been a top level athlete and you've been at the Olympics, or if you're a pop artist and you've performed... Lee, you've gone a bit quiet, mate. I don't know why. Is that better? You need to get in the mic so that you then uh, appear on the screen. Hold on. There we go. We're good? Yep. Okay, so like a top-level athlete that, say, performed at Rio, got a gold, um, or a pop artist that's performed in front of hundreds of thousands of people, they're never going to have that buzz again when they finish that. And that's why they're looking for that high, and that's why they turn to things like drug and alcohol. And normal people like myself look at these celebrities or whatever and think, you know, you've got everything. You've got money, you've got, like, fame why would you do this? But it's not. It's because they're looking for that buzz. The same buzz that, say, you and I get from sending off a cliff or whatever. Like, yeah, man. It's, it's, that's what they're looking for, but on a much higher level. And, you know, that's like, that's what I think that they're, they're looking for. And that's why they turn yeah, to those escapers. Definitely, mate. And you, you get the same sort of thing with... Um with uh, military personnel as well going back to military I, I do apologize to to those i've always said it's not a fucking military fucking podcast but it's it's easy to talk about and and you find that you get certain members of certain regiments um that have been in a, a lot of firefights and things like that and they enjoy the buzz of of that it's the adrenaline rush and when that goes, it's like, what next? What next? And then you tend to find that they get a lot of issues after that. And this is why you get quite a few suicides within the military itself is because they haven't got the ability to recreate the high. And what they may need to do is, is, is find other avenues to help these these veterans to to one understand what is going on with their head why they enjoy these adrenaline rushes and things like that and it's in it's in another to try and recreate and adapt other things to help with these um the these issues that they've got in their head and and like like you said like you guys you you go out in the fucking wilderness that's not easy yes you're not going out and you're not getting shot at but it's not easy you, like, you, you could go find where you guys go and and the different places within like say the beacons and that you've got the waterfalls and what have you you can go and do your fucking cliff jumping and things like that you can recreate different avenues of of adrenaline rushes you can go go and to brands hatch up the road from me and drive your fucking vehicle at 230 mile an hour if you've got a vehicle that fast to try and to get the buzz and and a lot of people struggle not to get that buzz i'm a, i'm a bit of an, an adrenaline junkie myself 
for example, when I when I took the missus on our first holiday, I saw a bungee jump and I was like, I'd love to do that. And she went, go on then. And I was like, all right. And I did it. And, you know, not even thinking about it, I was like, yeah, all right, I'll get up there. I'm a bit of an idiot like that. I've got an ape brain. It's like, I'm going to go and do it because I basically got told to go and do it and I'll go and do it. It's like cliff jumping. I've jumped off. God knows how many cliffs in fucking Malta because I thought it'd be a good idea at the time. And I like the feel of when you're falling, it feels good. Um, One of our mates jumped off a waterfall the week and realised it wasn't the best thing to have done. <laughs> I bet, yeah. We were all like, yeah, mate, it's probably best you don't jump off. Like, yeah, it'd be fine. Say goodbye to your ankle. Yeah, that's, that's something See, that's I good. would do. You'd probably go, me, like, don't yeah. jump off there. Why not? Just yeah. don't do it. For me, I'll, I'll do it. I, I, see, like, I love the outdoors because I love like my adrenaline sports and stuff. But like when I'm out in the outdoors for like you know a week or so, for me it's because it's everything stripped back and you're away yeah. from everything. It's the complete yeah. opposite for me. It never used to be, but there's parts of me that I do think this is ace because I know people who would completely fall apart here in the outdoors. Yeah. They just wouldn't be able to cope or make the decisions that you have. Because oh my, you know, my missus wouldn't be able to do it, mate. Yeah, I mean, hundred like, percent. She, Some of the decisions you have to make, uh, uh, you know, I wouldn't say the life and death, but they definitely have consequence behind them. Course, so, course. you know, the, the, having the right decision to turn around and be like, I'll come back. That's hard. I mean, whenever, whenever I've had to bail off a mountain, I've been like, I don't like, I, you know, there's parts because obviously you go there, you, you invest the time and the effort to go there to do something. And no one likes failure as such. You know, no one wants to give up, but you have to, you know, Make having the ability to learn the aspect to make those decisions of what is right and wrong effectively about yourself, and I think you learn a lot about you as an individual when you do. So, like, so when you go and do your ML and stuff, you have to have solo days. You have to have days that you are unguided on your own. You have to log yeah, those yeah. days. And when I was doing my training, I did a lot of solo days, more so because I was off work and everyone else knew was in work. Um, I learned a lot about myself. In, in those long sort of like weeks away in like Wales, Scotland and so, you know, with no one else about, you learn a lot about what you, your ability, I mean like Lee's the same, like when he says, does like, you know, long endurance events and you learn a lot about you as an individual when the only person you have to talk to is your own head. Um, yeah. Sometimes it's a dangerous head. place, but sometimes it's nice to just have your own. Yeah. Thoughts. I mean, for, for me, I, it gave me the, the time to sort of address things that I wasn't happy with. Like, you know, in, in myself and how I dealt with problems. Like, I used to carry, like, a lot of guilt around, like, my father's passing. Um, yeah. And it was only through spending the time on my own where I was like, just fucking mental. You know, like, he wouldn't want that. And it, and it's, it makes no sense, you know. Um, but then, obviously, on the flip side of that, and then when I took people away, so, like, when I took, like, these guys away and stuff, for me to have gone and got my qualifications to lead people, there's no better feeling than taking people who've never been. So like, she'd never been to the Lake District and be like, mate, look at this place. I'm going to take you today. It's going to be fucking amazing. For them to be yeah, like, yeah. that was absolutely amazing. It's like the entire trip, I could have done, I could have not joined in any of the stuff that we did, but to have had the conversation <clears> after <throat> or to see people yeah, happy. Yeah, it would be brilliant. Like. It's fucking Andrew, unreal. Andrew, and all without a wilderness guide. All, all of it without a wilderness guide. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, <laughs> and it was free. Um, you know, yeah, there's, no, there's, no, only, no. there's only a few so qualifications that you need, and uh, a wilderness guide is not a qualification. No, <laughs> it's a made up. <laughs> I've never heard of it. Anyway, yeah. we digress. 
But mate, it was awesome, wasn't it? The lake, it was. I'll it was tell you what. Phenomenal. Last time I right. went to the last time I went to the Lake District was like 2005. Mate, you need to, lake, to come back. I went to Lake Windermere. Oh, that's. Oh, really I, I drove past that on the way back. That to me, that is Lake Windermere is not Lake District to me. I mean, no doubt. That's where I went. I was at college. It's not my fault. I didn't choose. It. Yeah. That's not too far from where we were. No, it's not. No, I mean, um, nice lake though. This, 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 you know, northern, northern fells, southern fells, and you know, all that sort of stuff. Um, what I would advise anyone to do is obviously once they go and sort of see the lakes, especially, is buy the set of the Wainwrights books, Sir Alfred Wainwright, and just pick out a peak in each area and go to each area. Don't have to be high mountains or you know, like that. You know, pick out a peak in each area and, and do that. I mean, there's um, I can't remember her name. Um, there's a girl who's bought a few bits from Lakota who's doing the Wainwrights at the moment and she was like I'd love to meet up with you guys and do a peek in, in each area with you and I was like well we'll do it then you know we'll, we'll go you know yeah. um, you know things like, like we, me and Stu what we said that like you know anyone who wanted to get involved with trips out or coming away or, you know just ask you're all people you know like I, 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 I very 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 rarely charge anyone to be in the outdoors now just because I can't be asked. I have a full-time job, a little bit like you, Stu, you know, it's, it, it's being out doing shit now isn't my, you know, it's a qualification and it's, you know, it could be a profession, but it isn't my profession, you know, and, and I believe that, you know, you could go there tomorrow, Sean, and do the same walk that I'm going to, you know, I would charge you to do. You might be okay, you might not be, you know, that's why you pay to have an instructor with you. But nine times out of 10, you could be all right, as long as you've got a good bit of common sense. I think the issue is when people just rock up with nothing and no equipment. Yeah, yeah. That's where the problem is. So, yeah. you know, but that, you know, I also do, you know, search and rescue, and, and th those incidents are far and few between. Sadly, they're the ones that just make the media. And I think I've seen I've seen outdoor companies and instructors sort of use that as like a scare tactic of why you need a mountain leader. Well, you don't. You know, you're not <laughs> yeah. taking it. If I, if I take if I take you up a mountain, I'm not taking a child up a mountain. I'm taking another adult. And if I don't deem it safe, I say, listen, mate, it's not safe. We're going down. If you disagree with me, you disagree with me. That's on your head at that moment in time, on your head be it. You know, that's why you pay for them to be there. But if you have good common sense, then you will know when it is the right time to turn around. You know, definitely. I mean, like Lee, you, you, you recently got into, you know, mountaineering and going climbing. I was, you know, have you paid anyone to take you? You know? Common sense in it most of the time. The thing is, you know? there, there are a lot of fucking idiots in the world. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. And you do there see are a lot of idiots in the world. And, and I fully believe that if we took the labels off bleach that says, don't drink me, we would have less idiots in the world. Mm. That's my yeah. thought on that. <laughs> I mean, like, I am. Um, Obviously, we, 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 we look into other regions, sort of rescues and, and stuff like Because obviously, there's a difference between a search and a rescue. You know, there's a search is looking for someone who is lost. You might not know they're lost or has gone missing to deliberately be missing. Um, and there's a rescue as someone is like, I am here or in this area. I'll come and get me for whatever reason that might be. Quite often, the rescues that you will do, uh, especially in the mountain areas, are people who've gone out ill-equipped or it's an injury. Now there's more injury than there is ill-equipped and the injury normally isn't from ill-equipped people like you'll get there and they'll be in a tent or a survival shelter. They will have made all, they will have done everything right to the point of you picking up that casualty, packaging them and then taking them off. It's just the ones that you see on the media and I've seen them as well. Like when I was on my qualifications in Wales, it was like February and snowing, 
we got off yeah. to do like a winter mountain day on Crib Gok, and a girl got off a bus, no lie, in a pair of leggings and like hot pants over the top. We all had like ice axes, ropes and crampons and she went, which one is Snowden? We were like, you need to get back on that bus. You know, we are dressed like this because of the environment that you will be in. That is not dressed for the environment, you know. And it's Guys, a shame. Just, that sorry to butt in, mate. I'm just going to move rooms. That's why I'm moving. So don't um, yeah. carry on, but I'm just moving, all right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, so, so that they're, they're the experiences where, you, you know, the media sort of say, like, oh, this person was seen in the outdoors with no equipment. They're the ones, I think, you know, that need, like, an instructor. But I think there's a lot of people who use it as a ploy to sort of, get business as well and that's that's wrong as well you know um so yeah it's it's one of them it's twofold i think there is there is definitely you know stupid people in the world but there's also people in the world who've got a lot of common sense i see a lot though like last time i went up to crib gok recently only um, yellow by the way what room is yellow this is is why i don't do podcasts in this room i'm I'm just gonna go in the yellow it looks just all yellow it does look good you look like you work for like some sports nutrition company i am fitness well i I am you you look like you should be popping your ass out saying some sort of quote about life yeah that's basically instagram feed isn't it yellow what (laughs) what sort of yellow is that i don't know I don't. Did you paint it? Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm a guy. I haven't got a fucking clue what colour it is. It just looks semi between yellow and gold. It looks good, though, you know? Yeah, it apparently goes very well with our grey sofa. That's what I get told. Uh, oh, okay, cool. You should, you should have gone with more of a silvery. But that, no, we're not getting into this, right? <laughs> no, that's not. We, <laughs> we shall not I think we will lose if you start to try and change that. No, it's just been painted. Listen, there, the lads don't like it. I can see Mrs. being like, I don't care what the lads think. <laughs> you say that, right? So I was in I was in a meeting with my manager the other day and I got a load of texts from the missus. She was at fucking the range or fucking home bargains or something. And then she phoned me and I was like, all right, I'm in a meeting. She was like, oh, just, just to let you know, I've got some pillows. I was like, we've got fucking pillows. Low, too many pillows, if anything. She was like, oh, it's all right. they're, they're like, a, they're like an odd pink. I was like, what? But so now I've got pink pillows. She was like, yeah, in the living room. I was like, all right. But the only thing manly about my house is my shed. It's ridiculous. I have nothing in my house. Shed is pretty cool. In I've fact, got a man cave downstairs. My, my, <laughs> my medals used to be in the house. They're now in my shed. It's like... I was like, why can't my medals be in the house? And she went, she went, it doesn't go with the colour scheme. Ah. Change the frame. Change the frame. I was like, can I, I literally said that. I went, can I change the frame? And she went, nah, just put them in with the rest of your stuff. So, like, all right, I'll just put them in the shed. And then she put, then she goes, right, can this go in the shed? No, it's my shed. Fuck off. I've got a fucking... The way I see it is my missus puts up with me going off for weekends in the mountains, leaving her here on her own. If she wants to choose the colour of the living room, she can fucking choose it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Easy, I don't have that whole life. I live in Kent, which has like, no mountains. She, she supports everything that I do. So if she wants yellow wool, she can have fucking yellow yeah, wool. Yeah, it's my, it's my wife's 
that, that's not that's hobbies. like that's like Simpson yellow though. Oh, no, it's I, not. It's it actually is. not. It's 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 darker than that. It's no, actually it's just Homer the yellow. That's no, it's more Homer. of a gold. It's not gold. You look like you should work in a TRX gym. Like right now, <laughs> you've got a TRX training video going on. TRX You're like, gym. hi, I'm Lee. Welcome to TRX. Welcome to TRX. <laughs> I am fitness. With Lee. Is fitness. I am fitness. And I'm better than you, and I know it. What were we drinking? What were we drinking on the weekend? Was it the rain? No, it was that Huel oh, stuff. Oh, yeah, cans of, cans of rain, wasn't it? From, uh, oh, that's not Huel. bad, that rain night. I had one today. Oh, it's good. I, I had fucking melon fucking something. Melon I was like, this is, right. this is all sorts like of nice. Jam. Yeah, yeah, it's good stuff. It's addictive. In Don't a, have in too a, much of it. Yeah. I'm I'm addicted to all sorts of energy drinks anyway. It's not good for me. But in other news... Yeah, I don't have many, but when I do now, it's, it's that. Lee, Lee, I heard you're really good at picking wine. Is that true? Yeah, I am. Not, it's, well, it's not too bad. Um, but I've got a friend who owns the, a wine cellar, a South African wine cellar. Fair play. And he produces some of the best, best wine I've like ever tasted. Um, but yeah, I love a nice Malbec or a, like. You look like you should be drinking wine. It goes with your. He voice. was drinking it last weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Or we were whatever the lakes polished off by five bottles in two nights. That's not bad. Yeah, that's not bad going. Going. No, it was good. It was a good trip. It was fun. Do you know? Do you know last time was I was good. on on the podcast with Andy, I I polished off like a bottle of whiskey. I don't know if you knew that. And and I keep calling you Andy. Apparently, you don't like. Yeah, yeah. That to I mean, um, no, no, it's Andrew. Whenever they used to call me Andy as a kid, my mum used to be like, "It's Andrew," and I was like, "Fuck!" So it's kind of like stuck. Uh, but I also answered to Mark as well because I'm a twin. And people, when they meet up with me, they go, "Hi, Mark. You're right." Never remember me for some reason. <laughs> so it's you know what? It's because uh, he's better looking, mate. Right. I'm yeah, not. I'm not even. <laughs> right. I'm not even a twin, but apparently, I look a lot like my brother, even though he's fucking uber brown and people come up to me and go I'm you're like darren you. it's like nah not darren he's four years older and brown different face see like um i uh i, I thought about having a whiskey tonight but i've got to go to work tomorrow but um i was gonna pull it for i've got to ride my bike in I, was like, I thought there's <laughs> no way i'm smoking a cigar in the bedroom i thought that is that i got i got the shit the other day <laughs> not yet one of my last podcasts, I, it must have been when I had you on and I had far too many whiskeys. I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to stay in the shed for a bit. And I smoked a couple of cigars and my missus was like, why are you smoking cigars in the shed? And I'm like, because my fucking shed. I'll smoke a fucking cigar if I want. I was pissed at the time, obviously. I think this Normally I'd be like, no, oh, I'm sorry. I won't, I won't do that. <laughs> I say I do, I do, I don't have, I don't have, um, I don't have cigars often, but when I do have one, I do, I do appreciate it. I think um, that's another thing that I think with the masculinity thing. There's a lot of people. If you do, if you don't want to smoke, then then don't smoke by all means. Yeah. But I do think every now and again, a, a gentleman should definitely have a cigar or a pipe. You and, know, and a nice a whiskey as well. Yeah, I think these are, these are dying traits in the day and age. Yeah, I've got no. my little box. They're not they're not that nice. So I've only got a few left. So I've got my little box of cigars. In the shedio. There is something do you, um, nice. Do you smoke any cigars? If I often. Not anymore. 
I, I did Not anymore. years ago, but I just I cannot stand smoke. It's disgusting. I'm the same. Really? Yeah, I'm the hate same. it. Hate it. But how cool do you look yeah. if you have a f- cigar though? I don't think you look cool. I think you look like a knob. <laughs> That's just my opinion. <laughs> right, that's, that's fucking it, rude. I'm yeah. not your friend anymore. <laughs> I, I just we, think people in this day We used to be best smoke, mates, but now, now I, d- I don't think we can. Mate, I'm with you, Stu. I, like, it depends on the person. They can, they can make it look good, but Shut on the up. most part... No. Yeah, cigars look kind of cool, but smoking in general, I just... I'm so no, I don't... No. I, I agree there. I'm not a fan of smoking... As such, yeah, you're saying I don't like smoking, but um, I will. I don't. So a I don't a smoke cigar is 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 in my head. I'm fucking uber wrong though. It's different. You don't. You don't. I I, I, I feel it is. I mean, if, if you have one every now and again, it's a little bit like if you don't drink wine and you have a, you know, a yeah. No, I, I can I can I, see I only, the appeal. To be fair, I only have a cigar on a special occasion, or if I'm yeah, uh, yeah. pissed on fucking whiskey, and then I'll go fuck it. I'm on a fucking cigar because I can. Uh, but normally Plus it's, it's a special occasion. It's like a forty-five minute worth of burn time in the ones that I last had. So I'm like, a forty-five minute smoke is a long yeah. time to sit with somebody. The, the the ones I've got in the in a the shedio, they're they're all right. They're quite um easy to to smoke. I prefer I prefer a thicker one though. As does most men, if they yeah, if they, yeah, want it. Just they like it, they like it smoke. thick. It does honk. I mean, I've got uh, I've got some new cigars coming um, in a few weeks, hopefully. But um, my friend Matt, he was uh, he was injured on tour. Was it was Matt who got me into smoking cigars. He's got quite a collection, and I went to London to see him once. He went, "Do you want to come to Boysdale in London?" And I was like, "Yeah, yeah." And um, that's like a whiskey cigar bar where you can you know you can buy smokes and smoke them in there and that and. Uh, that was probably one of the manliest bars I think of ever. It was fucking well cool. Everyone's like, Levy Churchill's sofa. Right. People bring you like you smoke, and they're like, "Would you like to smoke this? It will go with this whiskey." And I was like, "Yeah, go on then, yeah." And they, they pay cigars to your whiskey in such a way. I was like, "This is oh. fucking awesome!" But it's also like the most expensive bar I think I've ever been in in my entire yeah, life. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Hey, well, what was how much well, was it? Well, how much was the whiskey so, there? The smoke. So. I can't remember the last Roughly. time we went in, it was about 300 quid and we were there for a couple of hours between us. But like, so whiskey in there is like, whiskey in there is like priced as whiskey would be priced depending what bottle yeah. you get and where it's from and all that sort of yeah. stuff. So that's fair. You pay a fee on smoking cigars in there, obviously, because you can only smoke ones in there that you bought there. So it's a little bit like corkage. So you pay a fee yeah. to smoke a cigar there. But then obviously they vary in price from like 20, 30 quid to over 100 quid a smoke you know I think the last ones I had with him I think were about 70 quid a cigar 70, 80 quid a cigar Jesus. but obviously it's not something I do all the time so if you do it every now and again then you know to me it's, it's a nice treat you know what I mean Everyone, everyone's got their fix you know yeah. that's mine there's <laughs> a great man once said I am fitness <laughs> 25k 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 See, but see, for, so this is the opposite. So, like Mark, um, he, he won't, he won't smoke a cigar at all, at, at all, and doesn't do whiskey either. Like he's he, fitness. He, drum, like, he is fitness. He is fitness. I think it's because of his profession, obviously, because he's paramedic. He, he sees, you know, yeah. the worst yeah. end of things like smoking and drink, and you know, he's, so he's very much like, no, nah, it's not for me. But you know, I'll mould him. I'll teach. You, I'll bring you around to the evil twin ways. He will, uh, be awesome. Um. 
Andrew, I, I really think you need to publish the KFC video or at least send it to me to publish because that video needs to go online again. I think that's one of the best videos I've seen in a long time. That was that was the result of being working in like a corporate office all week with him being like, you might be made redundant. With my mate, he was ex-Navy and that was, that was a, a week's worth of shit, basically. And being in an underpaid on the staff job to then leaving work to slamming I think I think we had two or three packets of strike force each. So it was like well like woo caffeine. Uh, and we were going away. So see for me I can't post that video because it's just fucking mental. But um it was funny though to be fair. It's I don't brilliant. Know, I don't even know how I ended up with that video because I think it was like a Snapchat story that someone recorded and was like that was fucking well funny. Listen, these are things when people are like, oh, you should write a book. And I'm like, I'd quite like to write a book. I quite like the idea of having, you know, published a book. But there's stuff in it, I'm like, fuck, once it's out there, you know, you can't yeah. bring it back. There's and no it, chance getting it back. The bits that I want to leave out are the bits that are ace. You know, yeah, well, the bits that I'd leave out would be the bits that people would find funny, but Mate, I don't the, really know. So, some of the stories that we had on the Lakota trip deserve to be in a book, that's for certain. We, we, we should do it. Um, after, we'll do a couple of trips. I thought it would be cool. Like, obviously, we had Sam do, um, obviously, the cinematography and stuff like that. We should have Sam do, like, um, like a shot of, like, you know, who, like, who is Lakota or who are Lakota. Well, to be do. honest, that's what we were kind of planning on doing. But we all that's got fucked we first up. Spoke about <laughs> it, but we'll do it on the next one. Like, That'd he was cool. like, I want to interview each person and then put it in a video. I think so next we'll, one, uh, yeah. we should go to Wales, I think, for the next one. I think we should go and hit Snowdonia. Yeah. 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 Am I invited? Yeah, man. Yeah. Do it. More the merrier. That's what we did last time. Get amongst it. Stay. I mean, how long, does it, how long will it take you to get to Wales, Shu? It took you six hours, did so like four, four, five hours, I think. Four hours. Not a lot. Yeah, it's about it takes four, me about, it takes me about I mean, four and a half. And if it's just me, I can always drive to Lee and then we can go together as, as well because I'll be going by a because we'll be sharing a tent together anyway big time that one man tent yeah a struggle snuggle uh sorry oh, you're not too far I'm Kent I'm not too far from you I'm Junction 6 off the M25 oh you love it don't you <laughs> so you know just past Clackett if you ah, know your services Clackett Junction Market oh, service is a great place, mate. Yeah, right, lads, I'm, <laughs> gonna, uh, I'm gonna have to bail out, lads. Yeah, me too. Um, that's no got, problem. Got... Troops, we are to be fair, we have been going for some time, so <laughs> we have. I don't even know how long. Thanks for having us on, dude. Yeah, boys, yeah, it's been a pleasure. Fucking anytime. That was an epic chatteroonie. <laughs> Loved yeah, it. We'll do it again. Spin some more shit dits. Yeah, take the piss out of Lee some more. Yeah, that's yeah, standard, yeah. though, isn't it? Got, so got, if we all go to Wales, we'll just do a live one. That would be cool. Campfire. Yeah, that'd be yeah, cool. yeah. Yeah. Fire a phone. Awesome. Right, okay. guys. Love you lots. I will speak to Ladies. you. Later. Speak See to you later. Later. Have a good one. Bye. Bye. See you later, Andrew. See you later, mate. Ladies. Happy days. So there we have it. Team Lakota. On the Granite Zero podcast. Again, cheers for Stu, Lee, and Andrew coming on the show. It was fucking brilliant.
Cheers again. See you later, guys.